This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday, June 1st. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Today, electricity rates in Pennsylvania will increase by up to 46%. Charges, nice. Yeah, good. Charges are rising uh, now largely because of higher energy costs are driving up the cost of energy. Energy charges, which make up about half of a typical residential electric bill, are set to climb as much as 46% in some parts of the state, according to the Pennsylvania Public Utility. Commission. Now, the smallest increase in the state will actually be in Philadelphia, where the average Pico customer will see an 8.1% increase. Customers of PPL Electric, which serves Lehigh Valley, parts of Chester, Montgomery, and Bucks County, uh, can expect to pay 38% more. For a customer using 1,000 kilowatt hours a month, that's an increase of $34.30 on a bill. You know, Kathy, I've been able to reduce my cost by running a uh, an extension cord to my neighbor's outdoor outlet. <laughs> oh. Okay. And I'm saving big. Wow. <laughs> The quarterly price changes go into effect today, June 1st, which means customers will face bigger bills during the summer cooling season when annual electricity consumption peaks. Now, in New Jersey, it's a whole different story. Most residential customers in the Garden State will experience uh, reductions ranging from 1.1% to 2.8% when annual price changes go into effect today. That's because they can't pump their own gas. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. That's where they're saving. Uh, no, the New Jersey Board of Public Utilities conducts energy auctions annually in February for the state's four electric utilities. A large amount of New Jersey's utility purchases were locked in under a three-year contract signed in 2020 and 2021 when prices were lower, cushioning customers from current soaring costs. And you guys have an option other than Pico? I I don't know (laughs) anyone who does, and I get mail that suggests I can change, you know but I like, never have. We always had people coming to the front door, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you know, uh, talking about the... Um, uh, uh, power plans and how you can how they bring in power from other sources and and I I glaze over. Yeah, Nico, uh, I have one. I do have, you? Yeah, we're we're not. Um, I don't know the details because I did not do it. Oh, but okay. uh, yeah, we we switched over. It did save us money when we switched. I don't know if it's still saving us money. I have no idea. Steve, you're like me. You're on the talk to my wife plan. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and that's... Yes, I thought I signed up for don't talk to me, talk to my wife. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yep. And, and <laughs> to be honest, I always wondered what those small small holes in the walls were. They're uh, electrical outlets. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 So you learn stuff. In the wall. Yeah. Uh, so there were some saving tips that you could have uh, done leading up to today, but now the increases are, are going into effect today. So I Too think, late. Yeah, I think you're SOL. Emergency crews are still searching for a missing uh, swimmer off the coast of Wildwood, New Jersey. The call came in at 4 p.m. Tuesday for swimmers in distress just south of the Wildwoods Convention Center near the Andrew Ave- uh, Andrews Avenue Beach. According to the Wildwood Fire Chief, one swimmer made it out and two others were rescued. The search continues for the fourth swimmer, who authorities identified only as a male. Officials say it is now a recovery mission. The operation included U.S. Coast Guard boats and a helicopter, along with local marine units and a sonar boat. In general, when you're out there, uh, Preston, mm-hmm. swimming and everything, uh, what are the what are the, the tides and rib tides and currents like in general? Uh, I mean, not bad. Yeah, and, yeah. Now, when when there is a when there's a rip current uh, right. warning, or when they know for sure, then they put flags up and so on. But I mean, the this particular beach wasn't guarded, Kathy. I was reading oh. this morning. Yeah, they, so they said all the, the lifeguards are not uh, they're not fully staffed right now. So no. uh, yeah, in fact, I've got a story. I may touch on it later of how understaffed the entire country is right now for yeah. lifeguards. For lifeguards, you're yeah. going to touch on that. 
Uh, but listen, I uh, I was out. Uh, we, we were out there this past weekend, and my daughter and her friend were out there, and they were like, "Yeah, they kept they kept whistling people back in." And I'm like, "There's a reason That's that they why. do it, gang. There's a reason yeah. why they do it. They know what they're doing." So you know in what? general, like uh, look, Kathy Long Island, Fire Island. If yeah. you go swimming, it was always you always knew be careful because there was almost always a constant sort of. Um, as you said, President, it would vary with weather conditions, but it was always a, a fairly difficult swim. Yeah, so um, Jace is into surfing, so we, you know, I'm always, of course, <laughs> looking at this and making sure that uh, everything's okay when they get out there. But, I mean, it's no joke, and it's, it's you know, he does a surf camp, and one of the first things they teach him before they even get in the water is about this. And right. um, they were saying that they don't think that these, these kids that were swimming, um, you know, followed the guideline of let it, you know, letting it pull you out and push you out and then swimming, you know, along Ladder, the beach. Yeah. Yeah, as, right. as opposed to trying to hey, fight it. Hey, but if it. you if you have a surfboard with you, you've got a good uh, leg up on a not. You know, I mean, at least you've got a flotation device you can hang on. Have to. you started uh, doing? Not yet. Yeah. When uh, when it warms up a little bit, water's a tad bit cold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Although they said that it's um, higher than it, it normally oh, is really? at this time of the year. Okay. Yeah. According to uh, the Wildwood Fire Chief, one swimmer made it out, uh, and the two others were re- were rescued. Um, rescue teams formed a human chain and walked through the water to search for the missing man. One of the swimmers told the rescuers that they were trying to swim back in and may have been caught in a rip current instead of going parallel with the beach and letting it spit you out and then coming in. They may have been trying to fight against it, and they got overcome, the chief said. Mm. The missing swimmer has not yet been identified. The beaches aren't fully staffed with lifeguards yet, um, and they are warning that you should never swim without a lifeguard present. Philadelphia public pools are slated to open in a matter of weeks, but the city is still in need of dozens of lifeguards. Officials say if they don't meet their goal by Friday, some pools won't be able to open. For the second summer in a row, there is a national lifeguard shortage. It threatens to keep pools closed, including many of Philadelphia's 65 free public pools, leaving countless children with nothing to do. They they said, now, you don't need to officially be trained. You just have to watch 100 hours of Baywatch. (laughs) And then you automatically become a lifeguard. lifeguard. No. No, but listen, this is a pretty good deal. So they're saying that they can, you know, they can fix this. If you just uh, sign up to be a lifeguard, they're going to pay for... Um, Your training and everything? They'll pay yeah. for the training. Yeah, they did this last year, too. So the Director of Communications for Philadelphia Parks and Recreation says this Friday, June 3rd, is the last day for Philadelphians or anyone who wants to become a lifeguard this summer to register. To qualify to be a lifeguard, you have to be at least 16 years old, and they're saying that there's no maximum age. The city will pay for the lifeguard certification for anyone between the ages of 16 and 20 which covers you for next summer as well. New lifeguards make $16 an hour, and those with experience can make 18 an hour. The Parks and Rec Department hopes to announce pool opening dates in the third week of June. In the event that you aren't 16 yet, 15-year-olds can actually be trained throughout this summer so that they are ready for next summer, and you already have your summer job. Very nice. In sports this morning... The Phillies lost again last night, falling to the San Francisco Giants 7-4 in 11 innings at the ballpark. What the f*** is this? Jack Peterson's two-run home run in the 11th inning helped lead the Giants to the win. Luis Gonzalez had a career-high four hits, and the Giants scored three times in the 11th to send the Phillies to their fifth straight loss. What the f*** is that? 
The series against the Giants continues tonight. Aaron Nola will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 6.05. In the NHL playoffs, the Colorado Avalanche beat the Edmonton Oilers 8-6 in Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals last night in Denver. The team combined to score 14 goals and four goalies saw ice time. The series continues tomorrow night in Colorado. The Eastern Conference Finals begin tonight as the New York Rangers host the two-time defending Stanley Cup champs, the Tampa Bay Lightning. The puck will drop at Madison Square Garden tonight at 8 o'clock. The NBA Finals begin tomorrow night in California as the Golden State Warriors take on the Boston Celtics. Tip-off for Game 1 will be at 9 o'clock. And finally, Joel Embiid had surgery yesterday to repair a torn ligament in his right thumb, and a procedure was also performed to repair an injury to his left index finger. He is expected to make a full recovery and should be ready by the time the Sixers begin training camp in the fall. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you, Kathy. I'm sure he was just dying to get in on that lifeguard conversation, but I didn't wanted to wait and introduce him, but I believe through the magic of radio, we have one Casey Boy Foster available for our ears. Casey, are you there? Yeah! Yes. Nice! Yes. At home, sick. How you doing, man? Yeah, I'm only uh, uh, tuning in right now so I can just save another sick day because now I'm officially not sick. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, you, right. You're working. Right. You're, you're yeah. officially yeah, working. working. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I'm still, I'm quarantining. I'm down the shore right now. So, oh, are you currently yeah. surf casting as you're talking? Are you on the beach? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 hardly. But like, I got to tell you, man, like I, uh, I, I slept terrible last night. I didn't huh. fall asleep until God, uh, maybe like one, two o'clock in the morning. At one point, my dog started barking at, around midnight and I was convinced <laughs> That I had a, a burglar on the premises. Right. So, yeah. So I, I went out into my yard, my front yard, my side yard, my backyard uh, without a weapon, oh. uh, you know, searching for somebody. But Did, uh, did yeah, you put on then, the ghillie suit? Dude, I left it at home, Steve. I have no ghillie suit on me, so like I was completely, uh, basically, I was naked. You know, damn it. I, yeah. I, did, so I'm. Uh, did you have hidden fists or anything? I couldn't even hide fists. Oh, oh I my couldn't God. even hide fists. I was in a, the shorts and the t-shirt. Like I, you your know, entire what? self-defense program <laughs> went out the window. I couldn't and, even hide fists. Do you know what occurs to me, Preston? <laughs> the ghillie suit will serve will serve him no. That's useless at the beach. You need a beach ghillie suit. You need yeah. seashells and sand. Yeah. 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 So he he's sick, scared to be alone, naked outside, looking for a burglar with no weapon. Yeah, with no weapon. But I I, I did. I felt like um. I don't even know how to describe it, but uh, at one point I, I opened the back door and I and I sent the dog out. I was like, "Yeah, go get him, Reg." Right, and then and then when he like turned the corner, I couldn't see him anymore. I was like. Like, what if he gets hurt? Like, I was, uh, I, you know, I was like, I know. Come back, Reggie. I'll do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come back. I'll go. I'll save I'll yourself. Him. Yeah. You stay in the safety of the house. I'll go out and bite him. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. So I am, I'm absolutely, like, I'm loony right now. You're a little loopy. On, like, yeah, loopy on, like, three hours of sleep. Mm. How are you feeling? Um, And then I sweated uh, through my clothes last night. So I don't know. Cool. Like, I, uh, so I have COVID. Uh, it's no, yeah. it's no secret. So I tested positive for COVID the other night, um, and uh, and I, my symptoms have not been terrible, um, but uh, I, I I am running a fever, and so I was sweating last night, and so um, so I got you should have just taken another sick day case. I don't know. <laughs> I miss you guys. I miss but, yeah, you, too. We, you're very participatory in this. Yeah, now, yeah. you know the doctors tell you you have to drink liquids and eat solids. All right? Oh, no. I've been doing it the other way around. <laughs> right? 
Uh, we've no. got we've got COVID running through my house too right yeah. now. My wife has it. My son has it. And you know, this is like uh, me all all day yesterday. Hey, how you doing there? Okay, see you later. <laughs> goodbye. Right. I mean, goodbye. Goodbye. You need anything? All right. I, I mean, like literally, I'm a flash. I am. I'm very. Uh, Do you call through the con- to the intercom? I should. You know, I'm doing it there. Yeah. Goodbye. No, actually, a lot. Uh, a lot of communication via text. <laughs> oh yes. And yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of masking and uh, leaving stuff at the door and uh, clearing, just staying clear away. So, but Casey has done the right move. He's in a he's in a completely different state right now than his family. So. Yeah, yeah. You know, my mom lives with me, and so you know what you know. I don't. Uh, you know, I don't know what people out there subscribe to, but, you know, I want to just try and keep my, my mom as safe as I possibly can. And, uh, you know, I found out that I was COVID positive on right before I was about to come back from the uh, from the, the shore for the Memorial Day weekend. Right. I, like, well, I'm just, I just might as well stay down here. Yeah. So, just you and Reg uh, hanging out. Well, the bitch is, I know during the week, your mom likes to go down to the shore house. She, she's a big surfer and she loves having uh, that access, but not this week. No, 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 no. And I had to apologize profusely to her. No. Um, but uh, no. So it is just me and Reggie. And I got to tell you, because I, I haven't really been talking. I've been here by, all by myself. <laughs> the second I started talking to you guys, Reggie, like I was just talking. I was talking to you guys and I couldn't. I couldn't finish what I was saying because he was wrestling me because he thought I was talking to him. So that whole time I was talking to you, the, the, like when you guys first initially said hi to me, mm-hmm. he thought we were playing. I was literally wrestling with the dog as I was talking well, to him. Well, we, we want to get a video link so we can see all this magic taking place as you yeah, wrestle with your to dog. Do that yeah. As well. Yeah, All we're right. going to Zoom uh, hook up here in a little bit. But listen, we got stuff to do. But yeah, Casey's, Casey's going to be a part of the show this morning. Uh, I do want to mention a couple things happening Wednesday, so we're going to go live on Fox Good Day this morning. We have a secret text word. We have a chance to win a pair of tickets to the June 7th performance of Freestyle Love Supreme Ooh. at the Miller Theater. And uh, that show runs through June 7th. I'm, so I'm glad it's back. I love it. Text the word secret to three. I don't know. Secret to 39333, and uh, you can win tickets to that. All right, now, on top of that, we have a special guest on the program today. Mm-hmm. The Pituation. Yes. He is hey. going to be here this morning. That is right. Yes. Bill asked that we get him on. Yep. Well, his uh, his charity game show marathon is on the way. And I, I love Pituation. I love Rich. We get to see him <laughs> every now and then. I saw him at the MMRVQ. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just for a flash or two, but uh, he's going to stop in this morning. We'll tell you about his event on the way. Now, with all of that as well... Uh, we have to get our winner from the coolest teacher uh, from yesterday, and then we also have to choose our next school. Yes. So, uh, Marissa, drum roll, please, if you would. Uh, so some sound elements. Normally, that's Casey's gig. Uh, so we're going to have uh, Marissa running that. Here we go. Nice. And they'll need, like, the appropriate music if you have that ready uh, to when I announce this. Our winner yesterday, Springfield Montco, was the school. We asked you to text in to get the link. You got it. You voted. And we now have a winner. Congratulations to Mrs. Becky Edelman. The coolest teacher of the year per the students at Springfield Monco. I know a couple of things about her. Marissa did some research and found out that uh, she's been at Springfield since 2012. And she's not a graduate of the school, but her husband's family is. She teaches language arts. Huh. And she earned her bachelor's in English and secondary education from Chestnut Hill College. So she is from in and around the area. Also taught in Vegas. Wow. Where she received her master's in Central Bucks High School before landing at Springfield. So she's been there since 2012 teaching language arts. So congratulations, Mrs. Becker, Becca Edelmayer. 
And we have the President Steve, coolest teacher of the year, coffee mug and T-shirt to set you up with. And we would love to hear from you as well if you have a moment. So please uh, give us a call and uh, we'll check in with you. In the meantime, we have to choose another school. So it is my turn. Yes. All right. We'll need a drum roll again, please, uh, Marissa. And I will reach into the giant mason jar of high schools in the Delaware Valley. We'll pull a school out, mention the name, and then tell you how you can vote. All right. Our next school is Upper Bucks Christian School in Sellerville, Pennsylvania. Is that Sellerville or Sellersville? Sellersville. It is Sellersville. It says Sellerville on my sheet here. So, bastards. (laughs) Upper Bucks Christian School in Sellersville. It's up to you. You got to text the word teacher to 39333. We'll send you the voting link. Fill it out tomorrow morning. About 24 hours from now, we will reveal a name and give that teacher the prize. So get on it. Once again, Upper Bucks Christian School in Sellersville, Pennsylvania. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. The Entertainment Report. Super question. That stuff is next. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. It's kind of self-explanatory after that. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate stevensinger.com. Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Before we go to the super question and stuff like that, look who's on the phone. Teacher, teacher, can you teach me? It is our teacher from Springfield, Monco. Let's nice. welcome Mrs. Becky Edelbear hey. to the program. Hi, Becky. Hi. Hi, everybody. Hey, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we are uh, we're very happy to hear that you were the winner. And this is obviously, this is a nod to all teachers. Right. Uh, but uh, a little bit of a spotlight that we like to put on each year. And uh, so we found out just a couple things about you via a bio that you're a language arts teacher. Yes. And what exactly is language arts? Right. It's been a long time since I've been to school. I don't know what language arts are. So it's English. It's English. You play school, yeah. So okay. I play school English, okay. and mostly ninth grade, and they still call it ELA. ELA. <laughs> they put that. All right, and that that was the listen. There were there were a lot of subjects I struggled with <laughs> in high school, and uh, and English was was a big one. Uh, especially when it came to the uh, the reading portions, uh, you know, like grammar and stuff like that. I, I took did, it as a second language. I did, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I still need to take it as a second language. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, you know what? When you're uh, when you're putting together that that program for kids, and and you try to, uh, and, and I ask this of all the teachers, really, how do you how do you get them to uh, to uh, I don't know respond to, 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 take to be engaged, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Well, if you could make it drama-filled, so when we read The Odyssey, which everyone thinks is super boring, I played it out like a soap opera, and I talked (laughs) about it like the characters were really dramatic and the things that were happening, which are a little crazy, and the kids buy in more. And at the end, they even say, like, you make it so fun and silly, even though it's like everyone's dying and yeah old mythology (laughs) no the odyssey is cool so is is that standard uh, curriculum uh, or or did you make the uh, the call on that 
no, that's standard for ninth grade. All right. Mrs. Edelmeyer, my, my son's in uh, ninth grade as well this year. He's, he's going into 10th. And uh, they, they took Shakespeare in their English classes, which I always struggled with mightily when I was in high school. But the, his English teacher did something which I think is really important, which is literally show them the plays. You don't have to just sit there and read the text. So if you make it kind of three-dimensional, it's actually something that you can learn and, and learn from. Yeah, we saw we are reading Romeo and Juliet right now, and we took them to see the play at um, Independent Seaport Museum before we even started. Oh, yeah, it, 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 it makes the connection. It's, it's sometimes yeah. reading it dry when you're just starting to master the language yourself can be kind of difficult. So that's very cool, uh, Becky. Have you guys hit finals yet? Our seniors had finals yesterday and today. And how's that going so far? Oh, they're all good. We have incentives for them to perform. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Well, if you get an A, both marking periods as a senior, you can be exempt from your final. Oh, wow. That is awesome. Oh, my God. So they work hard second semester specifically to do that because they don't want to come and write essays right now. That (laughs) may have actually motivated me to do something in school. We had that. (laughs) Did you really? Uh, You would not have to take a final Mm -hmm. if you, as long as you got an A in two semesters? You knew the material, I guess. We had to take that, the final, and and then we had to take Regents exams in New York, which was um, too much. Wow. All right, well, what's uh, what's going on for the summer, uh, Rebecca? Uh, Lots of traveling. Teacher summer. We're doing a dude ranch, and we're going down the shore. Ah. Oh, cool. Where's the dude ranch? Yeah. In Wyoming, I'm going with my husband's whole family. Oh, that's fantastic! All right, well, yeah. listen. Unless they're annoying, yeah, that's yeah. true. That would, then it's going to suck, and I feel sorry for you. But nonetheless, I confirmed there's a bar. Okay, oh, very good. Okay. No wonder she's nice. a popular teacher. All right, uh, Becky, congratulations to you. We just have this little token. It is the uh, Preston and Steve Coolest Teacher of the Year coffee mug and the Preston and Steve Coolest Teacher of the Year T-shirt for you, Dan. That's from the students. Okay. Yeah, thank you very much. It is our pleasure. Thank you, Mrs. Rebecca Edelmeyer, guys. Coolest teacher Teacher, from uh, Springfield, Monco. And up next is Upper Bucks Christian Sellersville, PA. So text the word teacher to 39333, and you will get the voting link and fill it out, and we'll give that uh, teacher a call tomorrow as well. The second I got a mug like that, I'd sashay down to the teacher's lounge and make sure I poured coffee in front of everyone. Damn right. Yeah. That's what it's about. Rubbing it in their yeah, faces. Yeah, look at this. All right, so we're going to do the stupid question, and we are going to give away a $150 Fogo to Show gift card. And the question I'm going to go with, actually another one. Nick Murphy sent me one because I completely forgot to have a stupid question ready to go. But this is a good one. Uh, in season three of Stranger Things, because yes. uh, the fourth season is out now, uh, where do uh, Steve and Robin work? 215-263-WMMR. What's the name of the place? That they work. All right, where do Steve and Robin work? 215-263-WMMR. Going to go through some birthdays while we're waiting for your answer. Today is Wednesday, June 1st. And it's a big one in the world of the Rolling Stones. Ronnie Wood celebrates his 75th wow. birthday today. 75. Yep, 75 years old. Is he the kid in the band? Um, That is a good question. Uh, I don't know where they all rank as far as age. I had always assumed that Charlie Watts was the oldest, and I, yeah. it turned out I don't think he was. He just looked the oldest. Which is a good compliment. Um, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. You, listen, you're not that old. You, you just, just look, look old. really old. Yeah. Uh, Mick is Mick is older. Mick is 78 years old. Yeah. Right. Amazing yeah, energy. Yeah, and Keith is 78 as well. So, yeah, Steve, uh, Ronnie Wood's the youngest. Hey, yes. kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, happy 75th to uh, Ron Wood. Uh, but older than him... Is Pat Boone. 
Oh, Pat, oh my God! Pat Boone turns eighty-eight years old. So today. there's a commercial he does. So you'll see it occasionally on like uh, Me TV and stuff, where he's playing golf and uh, his belt is just below his Adam's apple. Oh, really? Yeah, he's got that old man <laughs> pants thing going on. Uh, he was next door neighbor to the Osbournes. Uh, yes, and, and in fact, yeah, and Slash the uh, uh, the theme song to the Osbournes show on MTV yeah, yeah, yeah. was Pat Boone singing Crazy Train, and the reason he did that is because they were next door neighbors and they got along with him wonderfully. Yeah. I asked him if he would do it, and he did it. Uh, so he turns 88 years old today. Uh, it's also Morgan Freeman's birthday. Uh, Morgan is 85 years old today. It's a damn fine day. Damn fine day to have a birthday. 85 years old. I wonder what On I'll the, get. Uh, so June. what's that, Casey? On the 1st of June, one day after May, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah, which would be his most quotable, one of his most quotable lines. Uh, so I also like June. Also, that was uh, in the Shawshank Redemption, uh, but he's been in so many ridiculously great movies. Of glory, Unforgiven, <sighs> Driving Miss Daisy, Driving Miss Daisy, Million Dollar Baby. Yeah, uh, don't forget he was in uh, the Batman series as well. Yes, he was as Lucius. Yep. Um, you know, the first time I saw him was like as a real threatening, like street hood in a movie with Christopher Reeve. I forget the name of it, but um, and then. It goes all the way back to the electric company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he was a badass in that movie. He was a super badass. Oh. Yeah, like like a, a bad character. Uh, Heidi Klum shares a birthday with Morgan Freeman. Uh, Heidi turns forty nine years old today. Uh, there was an article on her daughter who just uh, turned eighteen. Uh, you know, obviously the genetics are amazing in that family, and uh, it's like you know, uh, uh, guess what she's going to be, Preston? Mm-hmm. She's, a model. She's gorgeous. <laughs> Is she uh, a seal's son or his daughter? Uh, I don't know. That's a good I don't question. know. I know that she can play the horn and balance a ball on her nose. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of things run genetically in that family. So, so Heidi is 49 today. Uh, it's also... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, dude. That was good. They would call her into the living room yeah. to do the trick do for that, everybody. Do that thing. When they would have parties. <laughs> So, you know. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, well, <laughs> we also have Alanis Morissette celebrating a birthday. Alanis turns 48 years old today. I, I, I love her. I mean, I love a lot. This album is, has taken on all sorts of nostalgia. Big you time. know, I mean, I, 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 it actually got played out for a while for me. And then uh, now I just, uh, it's well, great to hear it. Because she, at the time when Jagged Little Pill came out, uh, her music crossed formats. It so did. you heard it on yeah. rock, you heard it on Top 40, you heard it even on like adult contemporary radio. All over the place. And so she got, it. you can get, you can get your material beat into the ground. Yeah. Uh, if you're not careful. And that did happen to her. But this album, from beginning to end, is fantastic because it, it um, stylistically, it kind of goes all over the place. It does. I think she was great. The, the first sign for Madonna's record album, right? I think it oh, was really. Yeah, I think that was the case. Okay. And um, it, enough, lest we forget that it was Taylor Hawkins, his first big gig was drumming yeah. for her. Uh, his tour, yeah, he was yeah. a touring drummer. Right. He, he yeah. didn't play on not this a, album. Not on the albums, yeah. He's, but yeah. The, he's in the documentary, um, which she didn't like the documentary. I, I thought it was great and I thought it was very fair to, to all sides. Um, yeah. But he talks about really, like, they all screwed around and she was trying to keep him straight and also she was a girl and they were right. dudes. They were rock stars. Screwed around. What do you mean by screw around? Like with with uh, um, with people from the audience. Okay, they have Why a lot of think, um, sex and groupies yeah, and stuff groupies, like that. Oh, okay. Like the word I was famous? going okay. for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This song, though, in like whatever that summer was, this song was on. I mean, this album was on repeat in my CD player, like from the very first how, song to that. How many number ones, song. Marissa? I oh think God, it was at like least four, four or five. five. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Lana turns 48 today. We also have actress uh, Terry Polo uh, from Meet the Parents. She was the, the daughter uh, in the, that series of movies. Did uh, she do anything? I mean, she done West stuff Wing. before that? Okay, all right. Uh, she's 53 today. Uh, Jonathan Price, great British actor. He's fantastic. Uh, everything from Glengarry Glen Ross to Evita to Brazil, uh, Game of Thrones, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean movies. He's really, is it him? Is he the, the, the baddie in Something Wicked This Way Comes? I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid. Yeah, I don't I love know. That movie. Maybe it's based on the Ray Bradbury story. Yep, uh, he is seventy-five today. Brian Cox, uh, great actor, a Scottish uh, actor. Great last name. Succession, man, you really got to watch that press. I, I know. Really, really enjoy it. Yep, I hear great things. Uh, Braveheart, Rob Roy, The Rookie, great movie. Uh, the Born Identity, uh, and, and in fact, he played. He was the first person to play Hannibal Lecter and in Manhunter. Yeah. yeah, he's yeah. excellent. He is uh, seventy-six today. It's Tom Holland's birthday. Oh. Spider-Man turns 26 years old. How good is he? He's great. He's, I, he's perfect as Spider-Man. Finally watched the Uncharted movie, which I thought did a really good uh, service to the video games. Okay. And uh, he and Mark Wahlberg had a, a really good uh, chemistry. Nice. And then the last birthday is Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer turns 41 years old today. So <laughs> happy birthday, everyone. All right, we need an answer to the stupid question. And what is the name of the shop uh, that Robin and Steve work at in Stranger Things uh, Season 3. 215-263-WMMR. And why not? We'll go to somebody named Nancy, another character from Stranger Things. Hi, Nancy. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Nancy. What's the name of the place in the mall where they work? Scoops Ahoy. You got it. <laughs> Scoops Ahoy. Hang on, Nancy. Got yourself $150 FOGO to show. Gift card FOGO is a culinary experience and the best place to discover new favorites like their new bone-in ribeye and bone-in double-cut pork chop. As part of the full Trasco experience, you can make a reservation for Center City or King of Prussia at FOGO.com. All right, I got a few things to get to. We'll start with this. Um, after being charged with four counts of sexual assault against three different men in the U.K. last week, Kevin Spacey said he will voluntarily appear in the court to face these charges. Uh, he said in a statement to Good Morning America, I very much appreciate the Crown Prosecution Services statement in which they very carefully reminded the media and the public that I am entitled to a fair trial and innocent until proven otherwise. Uh, Spacey continued saying, while I am disappointed with their decision to move forward, I will voluntarily appear in the U.K. as soon as can be arranged and defend myself against these charges, which I am confident will prove my innocence. Well, he was acquitted of at least one domestically, right? There was that um, that situation, I think it was in Martha's Vineyard or something, or there was, he was on trial for one. And that he was acquitted of that, so I guess he's going to take on all of them. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, so it's underway. Uh, Kim Kardashian, this is a follow-up. Uh, she got a, a bit of flack when a viral Beyond Meat ad came out last yeah, week. Yeah, we, we were talking about, about this. Yeah. Uh, featuring her as the brand's chief taste consultant. <laughs> uh, so and, and she said in the commercial, I believe so much in the mission of Beyond Meat that I've stepped in to help with my greatest asset, my taste. Aww. And then fans criticized her for not actually taking any bites of the food that she was promoting. Well, yesterday... Kim posted a series of behind-the-scenes videos to her Instagram stories showing herself enjoying the Beyond Meat products. So it's the director's cut of the commercial. That's what it was. Yep, the outtake show. Kardashian biting into a burger, sausage, and tenders. Now, I think we were used to, like, Carl's Jr. would always have, you remember, they'd have these models like uh, Padma Lakshmi. Paris Hilton did one. Yeah. uh, uh, Padma Padma Lakshmi Lakshmi did it. And uh, a few others. And they would take real sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would take a huge bite 
created the right, burger. Right, right, yeah. Yep. Uh, she wrote, guys, come on. Guys. Uh, under the clips, Beyond Meat also shared the reel of outtakes captioning in the post what Kim Kardashian said. Look, I'm eating. <laughs> Uh, A lot has been kept under wraps when it comes to Margot Robbie's Barbie movie, but one thing we know for sure is that Simu Liu had waxed his entire body for the film. (laughs) You'd have to. He said waxing has been an education, to say the least. Uh, The Shaanxi actor said it was one of the most painful experiences of my life. I think Casey can uh, agree with that. Yes. uh, I hated every single second of it. Surprisingly, though, the butthole hurt the least. Really? Yeah. I remember yeah. that's the one we were we were looking forward to causing the most pain to you, and yet it wasn't that tough. walk in the park. Yep. That one I was like, ooh, more. <laughs> <laughs> more of that hole, please. You know, he's in town next week, uh, Simu Lu. He's doing a show at the Kimmel Center, trying oh. to get him on the show. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, fantastic. He, he's such a he's such a talent, and um I think we might have some tickets to give away next week as well. Okay. He's, he's he's fun too. He's got yeah. um for a guy who's got all those attributes, he has a very self-deprecating way about him. He said I I have such a newfound admiration for the incredibly brave women who go through this on a monthly basis. <laughs> yeah. He went on to comment on the uh, mystery surrounding the movie. He said, the discourse online is giving me life. With every casting announcement or bit of news, they're like, what is this? And that's perfect. The less you know about it, the better, he said. Who is this guy? Sean G. Oh, okay. Legend gotcha. of the Ten okay. Rings. Yeah, he gotcha. played him, and he was also in Pacific Rim. Uh, so he's, you know, he's an up-and-coming action yeah. guy, but he's obviously he's doing some other things. He's going to be in the Barbie movie. So, uh, Machine Gun Kelly says that uh, Pete Davidson showed up at his birthday party back in April with Batman. The big surprise happened when Davidson asked if he could bring a plus one, and he invited Robert Pattinson to come along. Ah, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelly said, I was like, you brought Batman. He, did and, he bring Ben Affleck? Uh, no, he Damn brought it. Robert Pattinson. He said, everyone kept coming up and was like, dude, is Batman at your birthday party? Uh, in an interview with Jimmy Tell Fallon. where is the bathroom? Uh, Kelly explained that one Easter when Davidson showed up at his house with beer, he took him to Sandra Bullock's house where they ran into Jennifer Aniston and huh. other major stars. Wow. So, they have the, my parties are never like that. And the two have uh, become really good friends, apparently. And Davidson is in Machine Gun Kelly's movie, Good Morning. I have a hard time with uh, Rob Pattinson not, you know, going all Batman. I think that's probably why it's best that civilians don't attend celebrity parties. Probably. Yeah. It was really good. You were good. Uh, yesterday, Bo Burnham uh, dropped an edit of unreleased material from his 2021 Netflix comedy special, Inside, uh, to mark the project's one-year anniversary. And wow. he called it the Inside Outtakes. I saw just a little bit of it yesterday. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff that he left out. What an and... interesting show that was. Oh, I, my God, it was, it was such... fantastic. I, I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like it. And, uh, Bo it's almost was... like, a, like a psychological profile. It is, yeah, and it, it's funny, but it's moving, and it's sad, and, and it's really insightful. I, I, I yeah. thought it was a really good glimpse you, into, like, psychology. You want your mind blown, Nick? Watch Promising Young Woman. Okay. He is. Yeah. Um, he's the main love interest in a story that goes completely awry. And I, and after watching the special, I was watching the movie, I'm like, He's not like he's covered or wearing prestige, but but I, the guy in that special is is so different than this guy that yeah. I was like, oh my god, it's him. Yeah, and he does such smart comedy. That's yeah. the thing is, it's it's really cerebral stuff. So he wrote an Instagram a year ago today. Uh, I released a special called Inside. I've spent the last two months editing together material that I shot for the special, but didn't end up using. And it will be on my YouTube channel in one hour. I hope you enjoy it. Inside was an insular project. 
uh, which he filmed by himself without a crew or an audience over the course of one pandemic-stricken year uh, for March 2020 and May 2021. The footage that he dropped today, yesterday was edited between uh, April and May of this year. Uh, of course, he won three Creative Arts Emmys for that particular special. All right, Steve, the entertainment news well is so dry today that I'm reporting on a manicure. Oh, that's awesome. Jennifer oh. Lopez. I know, Kathy, you're okay, in. Okay, tell me. Two tell, things. Tell Gen- me Jennifer more. Lopez and manicure. <laughs> you're in. She's uh, dating Batman. She is showing her love for Ben Affleck with a custom manicure. Okay. On Tuesday, celebrity manicurist mm. Tom Bachik. Uh, shared a photo of the manicure, okay. which included a gold cross design with B for Ben, of course, and J for Jen. Tell me, did you dip your patties in the water? You will. <laughs> <laughs> on her ring finger, the design also featured a gold heart on her middle finger. And the manicure What's was that a about? perfect match to her gorgeous green diamond engagement ring. Uh-huh. Man, she uh, posted I mean, it is... It's a cute manicure, but that's Beautiful. a stupid story. <laughs> All right, well, here's a better story than Kathy, because she posted these bikini photos on Instagram yesterday that are unbelievably hot. Yep. I love her. Yeah, I know. You do love her. Is she her. your number one? Is she your bestie fantasy I mean, girlfriend? She's 50-something. Look at her. Yeah, she's yeah. 52 years old. She's Jeez. in great shape. I'm looking. Yep. <laughs> uh, she had said... Tell me, do you have a boner? Uh, <laughs> you will. <laughs> Wait, hold on. They're engaged? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think I missed that. This has been going on for a while. I mean, I know they've been together for Tell a while. Me, I didn't do you know remember she taking a picture with David Faustino? No, uh, <laughs> no. Real. You won't. You know that I don't. No, I, I guess I missed the green ring. It yeah. was like every week there was a news story about them. She showed up wearing his shirt to go to the private plane. Uh. And one week they were engaged. Yeah, yeah. I like that story. I like that they 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 rekindled an old ro- old romance and it's working for them. So in and April, then, she opened up Batman about the diamond's unique color. Uh, she said, "I always say that the color green is my lucky color." And she shared at the at the time, pointing out the iconic jungle print Versace gown she wore at the 2000 Grammy. She said, "Maybe you can remember a certain green dress." And I've realized that there are many moments in my life where amazing thing happens happened when I was wearing green. Do you so, have an amazing moment, color, Preston, that you uh, love to think about? No, not that comes to mind. I, I really don't have that in my life. Color moment. Uh, you know, it is interesting. I, I would like to find a, a color uh, that gives me some kind of confidence. Like, you know you, what I mean? People talk about having your signature scent, the, the mm-hmm. cologne that you wear. What would be your signature color? What, what do you feel you look best in? Uh, oh, God, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't think I look best in any particular color. I guess black, maybe. I don't yeah, know. like a Johnny Cash kind of vibe. Um, but I did, for, for the longest time when I was a kid, green was my color. Like, that yeah. was, a, you know, kids have their favorite color. Their color. And green yeah. was definitely mine. Casey, what was yours? I'm sure you know. Oh, I, I don't, as a kid, I don't know. But I definitely like greens and blues. I only just started really getting into blacks and reds. Hmm. Um, but, you know, Steve, you said your signature scent. I have scents as well. Yeah. And I met I met this guy on Thursday night. Uh, I was talking to Paula and our sales staff, and this guy came walking by, and his scent trailed him, and, and he smelled really good. And Paul's like, oh, my God, he smells amazing. So I was like, well, let me find out what he's wearing. Dude, this guy was wearing cologne that cost four hundred dollars holy hell what was it splooge um, <laughs> yeah splooge um, um geez it was called aventus i think maybe prada wow oh a Dude, prada I, scent wow 
I, you know, I listen, I, I work alone and, and my scent is, it's like a hundred bucks. Yeah. And I think that's expensive, you know, but 400 bucks, I couldn't imagine. Kathy, oh, you don't wear, you don't wear perfume. Hell just gonna, no. 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 A dollar or 400, get away from me. <laughs> yeah, you stink bag. <laughs> wow. All right. I have other things to report. Deadline uh, reports that volume one of the fourth season of Stranger Things brought audiences back to Netflix. The streaming platform had its biggest premiere weekend ever with 286.79 million hours viewed, uh, beating out the second season of Bridgerton with 193, like by far, like went way beyond that. I love that show. I, I love I the too. fourth season. It is the best. We've got one more episode I, to go. I want, I'm, I'm, I, we we could have watched it last night. I'm like, let's hold on. Let's, let's like, wait one more day and get a little bit more out of this. It's the last season, which makes is bittersweet because I love it. Uh, but I'm also interested in seeing, as I said yesterday to you, Preston, what the Duffer Brothers, who created the series and write and direct most of them, will do after this. Yep. Uh, speaking of Stranger Things, Winona Ryder is going a little bit grunge for Mark Jacobs' latest campaign. The Stranger Things actress, who is 50 now, donned a chic black dress with a low-cut neckline for one of the looks as part of the designer brand's latest photo shoot. Uh, she looks really hot. Oh, this. really? Yes, she does. Oh, good for her. Uh, a pair of tan platform boots completed the ensemble and Ryder served sultry uh, uh, yeah, and Ryder served sultry glam what? with a heavy dark oh, eyeliner. I see what that means. That matched her nail polish. Uh, the campaign serves as the official launch of Mark Jacobs' new Tell purse. Me, what does that mean? The- There's no words on it. <laughs> Let's do it live. Let's do it live. Evan, we'll do it live. Uh, the J. Mark shoulder bag is the new purse. Oh. Uh, which is available uh, today and comes in a variety of colors, including blue, magenta, orange, and green, as well as black and white and tan. How much? Uh, Ryder wore the bag as a clutch, a crossbody purse, and a shoulder bag in each of the photos. I don't, I don't have a price on it as of yet. Uh, but Nick pulled up these photos. Yeah, doesn't she look great, Nick? Yeah, she does. And yeah. uh, the ad campaign is my Winona. Oh, like my Sharona. Yep. Oh, it is? From Mark That's... Jacobs, yeah. Uh, this comes nearly 20 years after her first collaboration with the fashion brand. She previously served as the face of the label Spring 2003 campaign. Didn't somebody want to collab with you on Instagram, Preston? Uh, yes, I got. Yeah. A, I did get a, somebody slid into my DM yes, and they wanted to collab. DMs. They wanted yeah. to collab. Uh, Ryder also became an ambassador for Jacobs Beauty Brand in 2015. Uh, in a separate photo, she's wearing a black leather coat with tan fur trim. Uh, she went with a lighter fashion for the third outfit, wearing a slinky light blue dress and black lace trim. And she accessorized with a pair of black platform strappy heels. I don't think she saw that much. <laughs> uh, she previously, I don't see it. Uh, she previously opened up about playing characters her age in 2016. Edward Hands. Uh, to Time Magazine. I That's have the- one guy you don't want finger blasting you. <laughs> oh, my God. Right, <laughs> The premiere of Stranger Things. And she, that thing. she found it liberating. Wow. I uh, said, I know there's a lot of conversations right now about ageism, and I know a lot of actresses who have a tough time, and I've gotten offered those mom parts. Mm. Uh, but you can make something of it. For me, I'm finally getting uh, to play my own age, and it's liberating. I would not want to go back to be playing the ingenue. By the so. way, there is one more season of Stranger Things after this. There's I a thought series. this was the yeah. final. No, there's a season five. It was confirmed by the Duffer Brothers uh, earlier this year. So Yay. Hope Springs Eternal. Yeah. Oh, that's excellent. It's the greatest news of the day. By the way, dude, I love her character, Joyce. 
when she starts getting pissed off. Yeah. It's like when Kathy here gets pissed yeah. off, how much I love that. Yeah. I, I love seeing her get mad and just like she's just not having it. Yeah, because you know? her, 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 she's not, I wouldn't say mousy, but she's demure yes. in, her, in her usual thing. But when yeah. she's fighting for her kids, oh. like in the, in the first series where she knew she was right. She knew something oh, was going yeah. on with those lights. Yep. Uh, and uh, it was great. Yep. It's uh, she, Everybody on that show yep. is fantastic. All right, let's see. Oh, uh, People reports that more details have emerged about Matthew Morrison's exit from So You Think You Can Dance. This is not good, Kathy. No. A source close to the show uh, told the publication that Morrison had, quote, an inappropriate relationship with a female contestant. But the source said they didn't have sex. But he reached out to her through flirty direct messages on social media. Flirty <laughs> direct messages. Mm-hmm. Those are FDMs. Yeah, FDMs. <laughs> flirty direct messages. So was he the host of the show or something? Who he was it? one of the judges. One of, the uh, judges. of course, okay. you know, uh, he was a big star on Glee. He was very popular. Who, what's his name again? Uh, Matthew Morrison. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, if you're a judge, you can't be doing that You can't stuff. be banging or at least making overtures to the contestants. Yeah, she felt uncomfortable with his line of comments and went to producers who then got Fox involved and he was fired after they did their own investigation. And here's the extra salt in the wound, Preston. His He's married, has a family, and his wife just gave birth a oh, couple geez. months ago. Whoopsie. Yep. Yep. So those are some of the details Not coming Not good. No that. glee there. All right. Do we have uh, we got clips? Yeah, All right. right let's do these. Clipperoonies. Clipperoonies. I need a little. I can't, can't do it without drum roll. There we go. Thank you. Casey on the drum roll. Uh, and I'll need the clip uh, queued up, please, Marissa. The faith of a police detective is shaken when investigating the murder of a Mormon mother and her baby daughter, and what uh, that seems to involve the church in Under the Banner of Heaven. And in this clip, Wyatt Russell talks about how the idea of family translates across all cultures. Here we go. I think that that competitive nature uh, exists in most families. I don't think that's exclusive to Mormon culture. Every family has has a version of my brother or my sister has done this, and I want to be seen like this in the eyes of my father or in the eyes of my mother. So I think that in terms of importance, just in in setting up a family dynamic, you know, you can leave Mormon out of that. Under the Banner of Heaven is available on FX with Hulu now. So I'll say this is Wyatt Russell's breakout role. Yeah. You see how good an actor he is. He is phenomenal in this series. All right, here's the next clip for you. Kelly Clarkson continues to be a grow her daytime TV career. She's a grower, not a shower? Yeah. (laughs) What you do, Clarkson? I'm just reading this stuff verbatim. All right. All right, she continues to be a grow her what day- do not do you? Her daytime TV career before taking over for Ellen this fall. You do karaoke. And here she talks about her best Kelly Clarkson show guest, including one of Kathy's favorite actresses. Here we go. I, d- I love Sandra Bullock. We That was fun. Like, I, I just am a big fan. I love meeting people that you love. Um, but honestly, I love a lot of the guests. Like, all the celebrity guests I've, I've loved, it's been really fun. The ones that are really cool for me and make me feel like I have, like, purpose. Like, cause sometimes I meet these people on my show and they're more like our human interest stories oh. of, like, these incredible people doing incredible things. Shut the f*** up! Uh, new episodes of the Kelly Clarkson Show premiere weekdays at 2, and that is on NBC. I wonder if she'll be able to carry the torch no the way, way Ellen did. No. 
You, you, you're not as much a fan of Kelly. Are you a fan so. of all of uh, Kelly? Of Kelly? Uh, I, whatever. I mean, that clip was annoying, but <laughs> give or take her. Uh, no, there's right. no way she'll fall into that footstep. Wow. Okay. I don't. You think so? I don't know. I don't watch the show enough. You, I mean, you just like the Kelly Oki. She's a likable person, uh, you know. I think, or your friend hates her. I don't yeah, know why, but her, yeah. uh, but I think she's a likable person. But. What I think what it comes down to with shows like that is what your interview chops are. If yes. you really can't do it, it'll show, and people will get tired of that quickly. Well, Ellen's thing, too, is she had the comedic edge. Yes. So they could do things like scaring people and having the guy in the in the, uh, in the the desk, and they could get away with a lot. Yeah. Well, well that's so- what she did so well, too, yeah. though, because she wasn't, I, I wouldn't even say she was, like, an amazing interview. I mean, compared to Oprah, because Oprah, right. you know, when Oprah left, and then you had Ellen, it was completely different. She couldn't do like serious interviews like Oprah did. She had that was her whole thing was the comedic edge, and that's it was a why, variety show, and that's yeah. why it worked. Yeah. Well, I don't necessarily mean serious interviews, but just getting stuff out of yeah. People, yeah no, you know? I, I got yeah. it. But it it was like I remember watching her and thinking she when when things would get because remember she she cried on air like she would get pretty emotional, so she wasn't necessarily good with that stuff. And I mm-hmm. remember thinking. Um, okay, she's not going to be able to do this. But, I mean, uh, that didn't matter. Yeah, there's there's different types of interviews, and, and she was great at what she did. So. All right, we, we will see. We will see. All right, there you go, your entertainment report. we got to take a break. We'll come back in a moment or two. we got a lot of stuff to get to this morning. Fox, good day. Secret text word. I'll tell you about that stuff when we get back. Stay with us. MMR is proud to announce another Bam Bam Jam. With Tom Kiefer from Cinderella. This is Tracy Guns. This is Bill Lewis from LA Guns. This is Danny from Bastard Pussycat. And of course, your host. That skinny bastard that used to steal pizza out of my apartment. My buddy. Jackie Bam Bam. Jackie Bam Bam. Be there Saturday, June 4th at the Keswick Theater in Glenside, PA. Check WMMR.com for details. We've also stuffed Jackie's prize coffin with free tickets. So listen weeknights to grab them. It's a Bam Bam Jam Gone Glam from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Don't forget uh, the coolest teacher school is Upper Bucks Christian in Sellersville. We randomly chose that school, and now you guys uh, text word teacher to 39333. Send you the voting link, and uh, tomorrow morning we'll find out who that is, and we want to congratulate again Mrs. Becky Ed, uh, Edelmayer. Uh, language arts teacher at Springfield Monco, and she was today's recipient of the coolest teacher of the year, coffee mug and t-shirt, and there you go. It's going to a dude ranch, she said. She did say she yeah. was going to a dude ranch. I went to a dude ranch. Carter and I took a trip. That was one of the cooler vacations I've ever taken, and we went to Wyoming as well. This place told where you me, saw a bear. Uh, the Goosewing Ranch. Yeah, and I was going to ask her, but I didn't want to dive too much right. into that subject, but uh, yeah, I, I highly recommend at some point, going and doing that type of experience, that, yeah. you know, horses and, and nature and stuff. It was really, really cool. So I hope she has a good time. Uh, I would like to stroll the campus of the Just Saying Institute, if you guys don't mind, because I've been doing a lot of research lately. The Just Saying Institute, mm-hmm. home of the newly opened Kathy Romano Menstrual Cup Cafe. Oh, <laughs> No, trust God. me, that's not happening. The Gross. cafe. Wow. Uh, all right, well, anyhow, after you swing by there and you get your hot cup or whatever you get. Try the scones. Oh. They're awesome. <laughs> uh, I'm going to share this bit of information with you. We were talking about Dude Ranch, and that was a vacation that I took. And uh, when it comes to planning a vacation, apparently it's best to leave it up to the women. The women. According, according to a few studies. A uh, recent study by Skyscanner. I don't know who that is, but they found 75% of it's women. 
do the research when planning a vacation with 95% of those studied being happy with how the vacation then turned out, both men and women. Other scientific studies have found women are more likely to spend time looking for a good vacation, taking into account different factors such as hotel reviews and local travel advice. This is uh, stands in direct contradiction to you. Yes. Who savors I, planning a vacation. Oh, you do it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I pl- Kathy, not only do... And Casey's been on vacation with me before. We've taken golf trips. Kathy, I type up itineraries. Oh, I do the same. I do all kinds of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I do all the the research. Like, I need to check out every spot. And it <laughs> might not all happen. Like, we might not visit everything, but I have it there. I never want to be standing around and saying, well, what do we do now? Totally. So I'm, I, I'm with you. Go to the Planning packet. your summer vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about what it. Planning like your summer vacation. <laughs> I like to I like to order houses that uh, still have answering machines that have haunted basements and that have uh, bed sheets that cover the furniture. That's what I prefer. Well, that was That's... your that was your so that was your 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 first uh, a, a beach arrangement. But in your home, Casey, when you actually are taking a travel vacation, going somewhere, who does the bulk of the planning? Well, that was that was what I did when we went to New Hampshire. Um, it was a mountain I, trip. Yeah, yeah, that was the New Hampshire Lake Winnipesaukee trip, and then the following summer was another one uh, in Vermont. And then my wife took over after that, and uh, she's like, "That you're cute, you're adorable, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to get a no house thanks. that actually has furniture." <laughs> right, right. Uh, I do, I do TripAdvisor. I read the reviews. I, I check out the ratings. I do stuff like that. Yeah. And then, yeah, like Kathy, I like to have itineraries. I do leave. I'll leave, I, 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 the way I like to do it is is have one activity per day. Here we are. I'm doing. I'm horning in on your activities <laughs> okay. list, and then. Uh, but I will also have uh, open time as well. I'm like, okay, here's here's a few hours of that day where we can just kind of freeform it and figure out but what for, we want to do. For open time, I have a list of things to do. Oh, do you? <laughs> okay, so so yeah. potential things. Do you have, do you have things yeah. that you can back because when you get out, always I always try to remain as fluid as I can. So when you're out and um, you always say, okay, maybe we'll just get so tired at this point that we could write this one off. Um, and and uh, I, I enjoy that process. And it's um, the YouTube um, uh, videos of people have gone where you're going. Yeah. I find invaluable. Yeah, like uh, like we were going to Copenhagen. And I'm like, okay, you know, and, and you find 10 things to do while you're in Copenhagen. Right, right. You know, and so it gives you a guide where to start. That's how you... Planning your summer vacation. <laughs> That's how you do it, yep. I uh, I like the teamwork that my girlfriend and I have because I'm, I'll do like the the big uh, parts of it like you know and right. finding the starts and stops and, and she'll find the minutia the things that I would never find on my own and she'll find like little hidden gems and I find that so invaluable so it's a really good like we both have our strengths in it and uh, and she makes it better than I would have ever been able to do on my own. I'm actually doing I'm doing research now for, for I, I want to take that Japan trip which has been all my life I've always wanted to visit Japan for next. Uh, summer 2023. Okay, and and so I'm doing the the, the due diligence way Take out in time. advance yeah. and seeing what people say. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's uh, but I love that process. Steve, I have a friend who uh, just went to Africa, and right. uh, I was talking to him last week about long flights, and uh, he has the means. But he said um, he's ponying up for like the business class because when he gets there. He doesn't want to be exhausted for like two days. So I'm, I'm curious as to, you it's know, when you method, make this it's trip. the same mindset. You know, like you want to enjoy the entire trip. So if you can do it and can afford it, like to be able to get a, a good night's sleep on the on the way over. You <laughs> yeah. save up. You, you put, do what you have to do because if you get there 
And the moment you get there, you're going to have to burn off two days while you get yourself yep. you know, on, on, on a schedule. That's going to suck. So mm-hmm. not that I will have ever been able to have a full night's sleep on a plane. Mm-hmm. But when you have one of those little those little cubicles or one of the, what do they call them, pods, uh, it does make a difference if you can get more recumbent. The way I travel, I like to ask people who have been there and I get a list of, I try to find as many people who have been there and then I take their list and I start comparing it. But I don't look at it until I get onto the plane. Really? The plane is when I start looking That's at it. That's your level so of preparation? You don't plan. So I don't plan anything. I like going to a place and I have a hotel room for maybe the first night or two. And then after that, it's like asking around, finding places to Ooh. go, and doing that kind this of thing. This looks interesting. That. The Eiffel Tower. Oh, yeah. What's that about? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I did that in Cuba. I had We had a hotel room for like two nights mm. in Cuba. And then the rest of the trip was just kind of in the air. So we went to, but but we went to Benyales, and we went to all of these places that we didn't know existed. Well, because you couldn't find anything about Cuba. Right, out there, right, right. We did it last summer on a uh, road trip to Vermont. I don't know. It's just you kind of have a couple of plans, and then if they work out, they work out. If not, you just start asking around and finding a place to go. I, I believe in a little bit more structure, me too, so that you can. And, and in fact, <laughs> I I don't demure from having a a pre done. Tour package and, and Japan, I think, is going to be a lot of that because well, you need you're dealing with a big language barrier. A and then B, you need people who know where the hell they're going. And here's the thing too: when um, you do trips like that, like you know, no matter where I go, I'm likely not going to go back. So I don't want to miss. Um, I know I'm not going to see everything, but I don't want to come back and somebody go, "You didn't see the Eiffel Tower." <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? I want to make sure at least I I get in a significant amount no. because I'm likely not going back. See, see that's that's it. That, like my whole life, I've wanted to go to Japan. So so uh, and and pulling it together is something that um, I'm very interested in and in, in making sure I do it right. I don't. Uh, it's like I okay. I want to see the classic things. I, I'm not. You know, I'm not going to go there and and. Uh, shun that whole aspect. I, when I went to England, I went and you went and saw all the stuff you'd see in England. You know, it's all part of the deal. A 2017 study also found that women do more of the packing and preparing for vacations as well, including renewing expired passports, arranging pet care, and getting someone to put the garbage bins out as well. Oh, my my bags are packed at least. I, well, I start two weeks in advance. Two weeks? Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't do that far in advance. I do a couple days in advance. No. Yeah. You, you two, and two Claire would I, get along. She's, uh-huh. she's got a staging area two weeks Stage, in advance. I have yeah, a yeah. staging area, too. Yep, yep. <laughs> well, I'm still wearing some of that stuff two weeks out. <laughs> and then when I get home, it imme- the, I, I mean, I can't even get upstairs Sorry. fast enough. I unpack... Do the lawn, you know, do the wash, and uh, everything is cleaned and ready to be put away. Kathy, when we got, uh, we had a spring vacation. I went to California. Uh, some of my stuff was still in the bag. I used no. it at Keenan's no. last weekend. No, that's not okay. I took it on Thursday night. It was uh, the stuff was still in the bag. I'm like, oh, I never wore these boxes, and they're clean. I can wear these on Thursday night. Last Thursday, I left here, stopped at home for 15 minutes, packed for the entire shore weekend, and then went to Keenan's. <laughs> No. Yeah. You, 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 you're, you're in the Pierre Robert school of travel. Oh, my God. Which is, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. No, I can't even wrap my mind around the I Pierre I bought 64 Robert. ounces of shampoo. Can I get on the plane? Right. All right. So, anyhow, uh, this according to this study, ladies are the ones that should be doing the plane, right. except for Marissa. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, just saying Institute. That's where we are, right? Yes. All right. I uh, have another story here. Study, I should say. Uh, a hug between romantic partners may do more for a woman than it does for a man. 
Uh, German and Dutch researchers. We're, this is all about the gender. Hey, what the hell's going on here? Uh, German and Dutch researchers looked at 76... I hugged my wife while she was planning a trip the other day, Preston. 76 <laughs> heterosexual romantic relationships. They had all participants stick one hand in an ice bath for three minutes before they had half of the couple's hug and found that the women in those couples had significantly lower levels of the stress hormone cortisol in their system afterwards compared to those that did not hug. What kind of BDSM stuff is this going on? That's that's a standard study thing where they they measure pain and and, uh, and, and they have you do cold water. Are you a hugger? Um, I am a hugger. Do you hug Rochelle a lot? Yeah, I do. I hug, I hug Rochelle a lot. No, I hug, <laughs> I hug Claire a, a, a lot. I, I I love that. I'm a hand holder quite a bit. Yeah, we, we Wait, hold. Hands I was holding a lot. hands with this guy at Wawa this yeah. morning. <laughs> Wait, what does that have? To, what does the cold have to do with the hug? Uh, what kind of um, comfort you get? It, well, it said the the, the stress hormone, the, the lower levels of the stress hormone cortisol. So, from a physical sense, from an actual physiology sense. Uh, when given a hug, women get more of that. Uh, Is there a biochemical thing going yeah, on? Yeah, there's a lower level of the stress hormone. So, right. so it just shows that there, there's there's some physiology involved. To make your nips hard. When you get a hug. We covered that <laughs> we yesterday. We covered it yesterday, yeah. Uh, so anyhow, the effect on men was not measurable at all, apparently. Uh, the study author says simple advice would be to hug your partner, relatives, or your friends if you know that they are confronted with stress situations soon. Huh. Uh, it's also not clear why the same effect doesn't occur in men. Uh, it's thought that it could be cultural, psychological, or could just be that this study uh, missed the evidence of this. So they may want to do that study a few more Bunch times. Curves. A hug can make a huge, huge difference. When, if huge you're feeling difference. down, I will. I will say, Claire, I need a hug, and she'll come in and give me one. Uh, like, give me an eight, you know, and and. Uh, It'll be a good uh, level hug. It just makes you feel better, you and, know. And as and, and with children too, uh, when when your kids are are upset or something like that, I found that out uh, uh-huh. that that a hug can really make a difference. Really make a That's difference. Sage advice, but I do it occasionally at the mall. No, Steve, oh, wow. with That's other weird. people's children. No, that. And that is so bad. I, they've told me. <laughs> Stop. It's frowned Bad upon. touch. They yeah. told me it's a bad touch. Yeah, keep that man away from me. Uh, when kids come and hug you, like if you're having a bad day and you're, oh you're, you're like, you know, one of your kids comes up and gives you a hug, it's oh in, my... it means everything. No, oh my God. don't ruin it. Children, uh, it's with the children. You hug me and I'll unlock one of the locks on the door. But I remember <laughs> on one occasion when I, when I was going in to use a hug to calm a situation down with one of my kids. <laughs> And apparently they had gotten uh, to an age where that didn't work anymore. Uh, and I was so hurt by that. Uh, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, no. No hugs ever. Ever. I'm never hugging you again. The hug well is dried up for you, you bastard. Yeah. So anyhow, a hug does make a huge difference. I believe that 100%. All right. What else we have here? I love uh, the Just Saying Institute. Talking about sex can be awkward, but also rewarding. Yes, I was talking to these kids in the mall. About that. <laughs> and and they were interested. And I did like with our teacher. I kept it engaged. I acted things out so they could see what I was talking about. Kept trying to hug them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the good hug. University <laughs> of Waterloo researchers found that teaching the benefits of affirmative sexual consent while also validating anxieties people might experience about consent communication is an important step for improving sexual health and well-being. This is, so you're saying uh, that the, the confidence of making sure that you're you're moving ahead with the proper um, 
protocols, you know, you're being like, so in other words, it, it's always a good idea to have a notary public on hand when yeah, you're probably. instituting sex. No, no, it's just, listen, it, it, it's talking about sexual relationships and not necessarily in a graphic sense. No, to strangers in the mall. Yeah, something yeah. like that. No, can uh, uh, overall desensitizing things and making it less uncomfortable is a good thing. Okay. Uh, participants noted that consent communication can lead to misunderstandings between partners, interpersonal awkwardness, and increase the risk for negative emotional reactions such as rejection. Okay. Uh, they also viewed it as enhancing the relationship, creating a context of safety and respect, and being instrumental in clarifying sexual expectations. So this is also talking about, you know, to your partner, openly, about sex. Uh, like, yes, and uh, having like a safe word, uh, why you wear that ball gag. Uh, yeah, yeah, things like that. No, but I mean, it's uh, you. You can find it to be um, open and liberating, and uh, and ultimately a good thing in your in your relationship. Well, when you get good talking about it with your partner, that's when you bring in the other couple, <laughs> right, Preston? Because they like to talk, they about, like to talk it about, too. about it too. Yeah. <laughs> and before you know it, you got yeah. a lock and key party. Mm-hmm. Uh, the study also found that identifying and confronting barriers such as uh, experiencing shame and guilt during such conversations. That's how you know you're doing it right, if you feel shameful and guilty. It is critical to effective education about sexual well-being education. Now, it can what get... What I just did was disgusting. <clears throat> it can get... Um, hmm. if, you, if you start to bring up things to your yeah. partner that might seem a bit taboo... Yeah. I mean, you need to... <sighs> You need to have frank conversations about this, and 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 I say this from experience. This is from, Frank from a <laughs> hi. This is Frank. Frank's my cuck, and he wants to uh, talk. He wants to watch. Uh, he wants to watch us. You okay with that? No. Listen, there was a uh, okay. Someone I know, someone who who showed me this series of text messages between this couple. They are since not together anymore. Okay, okay, so this is a good lesson. And he. Wanted to dive into some things. Uh, he, he wanted to be spanked, and she oh, wasn't into uh, that. Well, they they were uh, they were growing apart. Okay, mm-hmm. he had cheated on her on these other things, and he was using this. Now he was talking to her about it, as in, you know what might make me happier is if you spank me. Okay. Oh no! Wait, that. Oh man! And see, it's why, like why it's like these he, people. He waited too long. Dude waited too long. He went outside the marriage. He started having other relationships. And and now when like she found out once <laughs> Um It's okay. Take the low hanging fruit and spank it. I need you to stop talking and spank. And start spanking. Oh, I'll say this. Getting worse by the minute. <laughs> but but I I, I I think had he had he maybe uh, approached this earlier yeah. than rather than going outside and cheating. You never know. She might have been open to it. You're 100% right because, I don't I th- know. you know what, Preston? And I, you're, you're, I think you're spot on here because what she's going to believe is, is this what your uh, this other woman did for right, you? Right, And so right. you want me to be this other woman for you? Right. And that's not going to sit right. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's, it is a bit of a leap of faith if you're into something that you know they probably aren't. Uh, yet you want to approach that subject and hope that it doesn't go bad. And read the room. Yeah, read the room yeah. for sure. Yeah, I'd like and, you to take a railroad tie. If you know for sure that they're not going to be into... Hot glue my balls together. Your kink. It's at that point you have to, I think, 
make a decision and go, is this worth it? You is know it I mean? worth it? And be and know your partner a little bit, you yeah. know? There are really good and helpful sex therapists out there, you know, who, who all, everything, all this advice you're giving Preston, that's, it's exactly what they say. It's open communication, but that open communication needs to start before... Yeah. The the uh, affairs yeah. and, and the, the secrets and whatever you know you don't bring out the dinner before the apps right right so uh, anyhow uh, talking about sexual consent and expectations I can had three testicles <laughs> and he finally he got that off his chest sometimes Steve the dinner comes before the app yeah and uh, and it's a it's a real bummer yeah. you, know? like, you haven't built you haven't built up to it yep. nope. All right, so anyhow, uh, yes, uh, relationships, well-being, talk about this stuff. Yes. Right, let me see what else we have here. Something completely separate from that. Uh, if you need to feel more confident, you may want to adjust the way you stand. Maybe we've covered this before. Researchers say that adopting a power pose right. can make you feel and behave more confidently. This is fists on your hips with your legs widely spread, correct? It's the Superman stance. Yeah. yeah. So, no, it involves uh, standing in a posture of dominance. For right. example. On someone. Standing or sitting <laughs> in a very expansive way. Right. Like what they, uh, the man The man spread. spread. Yeah. 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 Uh, taking up a lot of space. Uh, see, that's, that's fr- like, I will see people doing that. On public transit, and that's where that whole man spreading thing came from. Where right. a guy will sit with his, you know, his legs, legs really, spread out. Right. Yeah. You always want to make play, room to accommodate other people. Yeah. I think also, that's not the situation to do that. In, no. You know? I was going to say on public transit, it's okay to also kind of take up a little bit of room so nobody sits next to you if you don't. If if there's plenty of room around you, just keep farting. Uh, yeah. that'll, that'll that'll work. get you some yeah. space, <laughs> right, Case? Uh, n- I don't. What do you mean? Okay, researchers <laughs> from three universities looked at data from over 130 experiments with a total of 10,000 participants and found mixed results. For example, participants were found to be more persistent with tasks uh-huh. when adopting a power pose. All right, but there was no link found between the power pose and hormone levels. Uh, study author Professor Astrid Schultz says that the findings on the psych- uh, physiological effects of power posing are not robust and have not been replicated by independent research groups. Uh, the research also pointed out that there were some limitations in previous studies about power posing, including that most did not involve a control group, and almost all of them took place in Western-educated, industrialized, rich, and democratic societies. That's a lot of go- gobbledygook there. I know, I know. When you go into a room, like, for example, they talk about, like, the power suit and the power thing, things that help you for a handshake when you shake someone's hand and you pull them into you. These are right. subtle ways of taking yeah, control dominance. and becoming the alpha yeah. uh, in that situation. When you walk into a room, does your posture get better? Do you... Um, if, uh, say, uh, say we're going to be doing an interview or something right. like on camera or something like that. You like Superman? No, but I, I'm but, here. I, but I will try to sit up more straight. Right. I will yeah. try to, you know, make sure that my back sure. and my posture is better. Because I, I, I have a bad posture. I sit right. with my shoulders down all the time. Uh, so I will improve it in situations like that. There have been a handful of times where I'm like, I know I'm going into an intimidating room. Right. And I will kind of push the chest out a little yeah. bit and and pull the shoulders back just to yeah work yeah. it girl yeah yeah uh just to try to uh you know i guess show a sign of dominance Se- yes i guess i think it's you i know? think it makes sense i don't know it, if it, it was weird press is is the way you shake hands is you are 
and the, please don't take this the wrong way, but like you are a submissive the way you shake hands, which is, I think, pretty interesting. Your hand goes down, and the other yep. person's hand comes in on top. I've, I've noticed that as well. Oh, really? Yeah, so yeah. Uh, clearly you well, like to be dominated. Uh, yeah. yeah, you, you like to be spanked. You like to be spanked. Yeah. Yeah. Like to be spanked. Yeah. But I'm gonna Was it you in that email, in that text chain? <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what? I, I Maybe I see that differently because, if I, Marissa, give me your hand. If I were to pull on Marissa, I wouldn't want my hand over top. I would right. want it on the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's, uh, I, I I see that as actually more dominant. Now, I, I may be totally wrong on no, that. No, no, uh, But, it, but I, I guess I've, I've never noticed that I do kind of an underhanded shake. Interesting. Preston, I think your your handshake is welcoming. It's like friendly. It's like it's open. you're putting your right. palm out like, yeah. hey, come here, buddy. Yeah, I guess I, I kind of see that. Welcoming you into my world. I want to be friends. Right. And dominated. <laughs> and dominated, right. please. I want you to spank me. <laughs> pee on me. Spank my hiney. <laughs> pee on me. I love I love how you <laughs> hug a Preston because you go arms wide open uh, inviting. No, you yeah. do. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really nice it's, it's, it's yeah. a welcoming. Uh, I'm going to hug you, and here's how I'm going to hug you. I am announcing that we're going to do it, and your arms go wide open. I and do. then that person feels comfortable yeah. to come in. Do you remember I, the first time? Those arms yeah, wide open. The yeah. first time we met Kathy, she held out her hand, drew a knife across her palm, <laughs> and and we did the blood oath. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> Which, by the way, in movies, yeah, when they when somebody does the blood oath, right, or they're gonna or they're gonna mix blood, yeah, they always cut. Right across the palm of the hand. Like the worst place you yeah, can right. cut yourself. Yeah, 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 right. You yeah. need to use that hand for whatever battle you're going into or whatever's going to be right. happening. And you just eft it up. Why not cut, like, you know, by your elbow or yeah. something like yeah. that? You know, yeah. where you're not, it's not going to come into play How later. How about the fat on. of your ass? Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. a non dominant hand. You right. know, your right hand. Yeah. You do with your left you hand. You see two guys rubbing their asses together. <laughs> we're we're, yeah. we're, we're <laughs> It's a blood oath. Here, cut your ass. Yeah, I'm going to need my hand. Yeah. All right, well, anyhow, the power pose, apparently, it is. there's some legitimacy to that. Man, there was, I want to go back to the handshake thing, but we don't have time. Damn it. Uh, we got to wrap it up at the Justine Institute because we are going to go on Fox Good Day in just a moment. So thank you for stopping by, and hopefully you got a, a, a nice cup at the Catherine Mato Menstrual Cup Cafe, <laughs> uh, which is a new place here. Uh, I would like to give away some movie passes. I have a four-pack of tickets for Jurassic World Domin- Dominion, uh, which is next Tuesday, 7 p.m. at the UA King of Prussia. And we'll take uh, callers 1011-215-263-WMMR, and we will give you those. We'll take a break, and like I said, we're going to go on Fox Good Day, so stay with us. Bizarre File on the way to... We'll be right back. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Well, it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you'll need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, we're going to hold off on traffic for a moment. We're going to go live on Fox Good Day. That's why you hear the music. So let's do that now. Preston and Steve, here we go. Yes, so Good before morning. you order your next meal to be delivered, hear this. Are you guys with us? Yes. Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Okay, great, great. So a new survey finds that a majority of food delivery workers, they admit to eating part of their customer's food. Oh. I don't have my mic on, so I'm going to have to lean into you. Oh, okay. okay. So I guess they're taking a little extra fry. Like, I always wondered that. I ordered some food yesterday. And I was like, hmm, 
You know, you, you want to check and make sure it's all there. Yeah. Well, you can order stuff that will ensure that they won't do that, like pudding, you know. Uh, <laughs> you see the finger yeah, yeah, right, right. Exactly. Uh, so I, I do not order delivery often at all. If so, oh. it's usually pizza and that's it. But, Steve, you do it quite a I, bit. I do it quite a lot. And I actually specifically request Jorge because the tobacco in his saliva is like an aioli. Oh, and that's on uh, the food. Yeah, it seasons it, it up really nice. Yeah, it, it just bit. adds to oh it. No, I, I, I hope that I like. I try to tip nicely, so I hope that sends the reputation that <laughs> you know, don't pick up my food. You can't guarantee it, but a lot of places have taken to the way that they they'll take the box shut or they'll they'll do something to indicate that the bag remained closed right. because true. it became such an issue. Right. So that gives me a sense of comfort. But if they're transporting, it a lot of times. You don't know. I guess the way. I guess it depends on what you're getting to. Because when I was uh, like a teenager, I delivered pizzas. And, oh, that's a uh, tough one. And you, there was yeah. no way, no that's way, possible. I would ever take a, a piece of that, or even <laughs> even the sandwiches that, that that came from the pizza shop as well. Right, but you could take a topping, like little pep. You know, one you of could take a pepperoni. yeah. Come on. <laughs> Obviously, you've done this, Alex. No. You worked through this. Just pick a pepperoni yeah. off of there. She's got like pepperoni slices on her eyes. Right. Uh, but I guess if, if you're, uh, yeah, French fries. That's French what I was fries thinking. Like, if you're yeah. if you're delivering fries, I mean, listen, One. if you're picking up a bag of food for a friend and there are fries in there, you're gonna let your fingers do the walking. I, I do it's the, just natural. <laughs> what about when you pick up uh, uh, prescription drugs for your friend? Sure, you'll take a few, right? Just a couple. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean. But this, no, I would be I would be livid if I found out my driver oh, was eating my food. There was footage of a guy, if you remember this, he had a straw. It was a delivery guy at the door of a home oh, yeah. and took a swig on a milkshake. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come oh, on. Oh, that's worse. That's yeah. way worse. Yeah. On on drinks, you know, where so you know somebody had, But here's the weird another part of the study. It also found that some drivers have hooked up with someone in their vehicle as they're driving to the location. I, and some admit to it urinating on or near a customer's home. Eh. Yeah, I will take them hooking up and peeing on my house if they leave my yeah, fries yeah. alone. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta got boundaries, man. Yeah. Perspective. You gotta have perspective. Yep. Fries with that shake. That's yeah. one way to put it. Seems like they wouldn't, though, with the ring cameras now. They catch oh, all kinds of no. stuff. So if you're going to do that, do it before you turn them off. Ring has changed everything. Yep. Yeah. They've gotten caught a lot. In fact, the dude who was caught with the milkshake that was on a ring uh, doorbell. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you think anybody's ever hooked up there at the studio? Oh, constantly. We just did it this morning. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no idea. Uh, we'll see you next week, guys. All right. All right. See you guys. Right. It is Wednesday. Right. He didn't. He was like, oh, okay, fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, enough of that. All right. Uh, let's take a look at traffic, see what's happening, and Kathy, what she got for us. On the Schuylkill Expressway, eastbound, we're slow 202 into Gladwin, the boulevard to the Vine, westbound from the boulevard out to Gladwin. Uh, the Blue Route northbound jams 95 to the Media Bypass. Uh, the Vine westbound, we're jammed 95 to the Schuylkill. There's an accident blocking the right lane. So 95 uh, southbound, slowing from Academy through to Bridge and then the Betsy Ross Bridge to Gerard, northbound side, Chichester Avenue to the Blue Route Bridge Street to Cotman, Old York Road at Bader Road. This is in Abington. We've got an accident there. Also in West Goshen, Westchester Pike at 202 northbound, an accident. Uh, and then in New Jersey, 42 north slowing from College Drive to 295, 55 northbound, uh, Jam Stepford to the 42 freeway. This traffic report brought to you by Amtrak. Gases, gas prices are high, so ride Amtrak and travel without breaking your budget. Book in advance and save up to 50% at Amtrak.com. Restrictions and exclusions apply. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Now, WMMR.
presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right. These stories that I'm about to bring to you, friends. Should we brace ourselves? Well, they have a fine sponsor, and that sponsor is Mulchworks of Aston. They oh, I the love Mulchworks. Highest quality mulch and topsoil that's manufactured on-site. Delivery or pickup for residential and commercial markets, you can visit mulchthis.com. Uh, I saw this video yesterday, and I loved it. An Australian man had to body slam a kangaroo oh, yeah. that chased him down and attacked him. And I mean... He, like, gets his kangaroo in a rear, rear naked choke. Yeah. He yeah. had to. He had, the thing was kicking the crap out of him. Home surveillance video shows the rogue marsupial chasing down the man in uh, Bellina, New South Wales, as he flees for safety. The kangaroo chased down the man before tackling him to the ground as the two slugged it out in a drawn-out <laughs> brawl with both fighters looking worse for wear. It's a full-on boxing match. Oh, the yeah, thing dude. is big. Well, look at him take him down, Nick, yeah. and he gets behind him. <laughs> And puts him in a headlock. He said he was uh, afraid for his life. Yeah, so uh, footage uploaded uh, after the fight shows the man sprinting away from the irate Eastern Grey before stumbling and hitting the ground. The marsupial then stomps on the man who gets back on his feet, desperately clutching a stick and swinging it wildly. The man's dog is barking behind him in an attempt to defend its owner as the root turns about heel and darts back into attack mode. Uh, the kangaroo is able to hop through the first blow and the two square up exchanging brutal hooks and uppercuts. <laughs> Overwhelmed by the quick punches, the man clinches up with the kangaroo to avoid further blows and grabs it by the front foot, pulling it to the ground. Uh, luckily for the victim, he ends up able to pin down the animal, but not without catching a few blows first. It's not known if the man was badly hurt in the attack. Uh, kangaroos are mostly non-aggressive, but thousands of mostly undocumented attacks do occur in Australia when the animals feel threatened. There's tons of footage. In fact, it ends up on AFV all the time of people going to wherever they... Zoos here, I don't know, where they, wherever they allow you proximity to a kangaroo. Yeah. But what they do is they, like the bigger ones, balance up on their, on their tails and kick out yep. with a lot of force. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, now this is uh, worse than that. A nine-year-old girl survived a cougar attack after wandering up a trail with two friends while camping in northwest Washington State. Happened Saturday morning. The girl fought back while her friends ran for their lives. Adults rushed to help and found the girl covered in blood. Uh, she was soon airlifted to the hospital where she's recovering after surgery for multiple wounds to her head and upper body. Jeez. It's amazing she lived. Others found the young male cougar and killed it. Uh, according to experts, anyone confronted by a cougar should yell at the animal and try to make yourself look bigger than it is. If it attacks, they said, fight back as hard as you can and try to stay on your feet. Do not turn around. Don't take your eyes off of the animal and don't run. So cougars aren't like lion and tiger size, but they they their method of attack is stealthy, coming in from behind and going for the neck. Yep, absolutely. And then once they get hold of you... They don't let go. Yeah. I, it's a good question, Casey. Maybe 80 pounds or something like that? Yeah, around 80 pounds. I'm guessing. Yeah, on so. average. 80 to a, like 100, 120. Uh, Nick's looking it up. Wow. All right. The adult can be 120 to 220 Oh, pounds. I didn't know that. And oh, a female yes. is about right. 65 to 140 pounds, so they get pretty freaking Listen, big. Listen, let me have a few salads. I'll get up. <laughs> You'll knock it down. <laughs> that kind of cougar. Yeah. Uh, in Ireland, a man has described a lucky escape after their 11-year-old son found an unexploded hand grenade on a beach. What's with the hand grenade? And he picked it up. Cole Chapman was with a young friend Saturday when they spotted the live World War I-era weapon and picked it up in their hands. 
Cole then made a video call to his father asking, Dad, is this real? He's holding the grenade up. Go pull the pin, son, and find out. His shocked father <laughs> advised him to put it down very gently, move far away from the device, and to call the police. Pull and- the pin with your teeth, son, and then hold it in your hand. And Army Ammunition Technical Officer went to the scene, later confirmed that it was what's called a Mills Bomb hand grenade, which was still capable of exploding and causing injury. That's named after Heather Mills, who lost both her uh, yes, yeah, legs in a landmine land accident. Land uh, the, the boy's right, guys. mother, what? Right. Right. Real question. Real talk here. Yeah. Uh, you're walking in a field, there's nobody uh, within miles of you, and you come across... A grenade. What do you do with it? Do you pull the pin and chuck it? Well, here's the deal. I would love, so on one level, I would love to throw a hand grenade, an actual real hand grenade. Mm-hmm. But if you find a hand grenade, you don't know how precarious it is. Yes. And and so I probably would not. I probably would not either okay. because I've had occasions where I've lit a firecracker in my hand. Yeah. And you think it's going to go... <laughs> Boom, but it goes bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the same thing could happen with a grenade, too. Yeah. Probably going to stay okay. away from All right. it. Uh, so anyhow, the, bo- the boy's mother, Danielle, had earlier driven Cole and his friend Oliver to the beach so the boys could look for crabs. Uh, she then received a panda call from Cole's father, who was 60 miles away. Mommy drove us to the beach to look for crabs and hand grenades. Uh, telling her to drive back down to the scene as soon as possible to protect the children. But it was a real grenade, and it could have gotten real bad. A North Carolina man who won a $10 million lottery prize in 2017 has been sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole in a 2020 fatal shooting of his girlfriend. Dude had won the lottery, man. Uh, You would think you could put whatever issue have behind you're, you. You're good now. Yeah. Relax. Michael Todd Hill was convicted of first-degree murder and sentenced Friday in the killing of 23-year-old uh, Kenna Graham. Graham I'm the was, wealthiest convict ever. Graham was reported missing in July of 2020. She was later found dead in a hotel with a gunshot wound, excuse me, wound to the back of her head. Prosecutor said surveillance footage from the hotel showed that Hill was the only person in the room with Graham. They said Hill later confessed to the shooting uh, and... Uh, he had, uh, after she had been uh, texting with another man, apparently. At the okay, so he got so jealous and he killed that. her. So, yeah. so wow. question here. If you were taking your payment out in the lottery, like with the annuity, uh, is there anything in the in the in the the law or the 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 lottery oh. rules that would stop you from getting paid if you some win? kind of moral clause? Some I doubt there I is. I, I don't think it. there is. But I think, I think you're still entitled. Yeah, to that money. still entitled to the money. But if you're in prison, you just can't use you it. Can't use so <laughs> it's the word. Yeah. All right, and then finally, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but a, a protester dressed as an elderly person in a wheelchair threw cake. On the glass that protects the Mona Lisa yeah. at the Louvre in Paris. You're wasting cake! Uh, the famous painting was unharmed. The protester had spread roses around the space and was escorted out by guards. Uh, the protester, speaking in French, said, Think of the earth. There are people who are destroying the earth. Think about it. Yeah, think Art- of the earth. Artists tell you, think of the earth. That's why I did this. So when this happened, and it was the protective glass you know, stopped it from hitting the, the painting... Do you think that there are replicas that they will pop out there, um, you know, uh, to preserve the... In other words... Is it the real one? Is it the real one? I think so. If, if it's in the Louvre... I mean, I get 
what your point is, Steve, yeah. right? like with the protective case. With cake throwers out there? With, oh. Yes, the danger of cake throwers. But like that thing is so protected. There's yeah. no way. Even, and it's been attacked before. Somebody's tried to uh, smear graffiti on it in the past. Not with right. cake, but with something else. Right. Uh, no, I would I would hope that it's not a fake. I mean, you it's want a it museum, to be. for crying out yeah. loud. It's, it's, it's there for its display purposes. So. <laughs> Uh, but anyhow, uh, yeah, the person is smearing cake all over the glass while yeah. they're doing it. So, all right, and that's it. That's what I got in the B file for you. How you doing over there, Case? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Sorry, I, I meant to mute my uh, <laughs> my microphone when I coughed right there. You actually sound very good, though. Your connection's pretty good, and we can see you. It looks like you're in your living room. Uh, yes, yeah, uh, I'm in a little family room area here, and then look, there's Reggie. Uh, so it's yeah, nice. I saw you Can making I out with him earlier. Work? Yeah, you were making no. out with your dog earlier. <laughs> we were not making out. There was no tongue. It was just some petting, heavy petting going on. Uh, so how do I sound? Do I sound as uh, nasally as I feel? A little bit, but not bad. No, you're, you're doing all okay, right. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I want to yeah, mention this. Coming up uh, a week from this uh, Saturday, or no, Sunday, I'm sorry, Sunday, June 12th, Lincoln Financial Field is the Philadelphia Take Steps Walk, and uh, you can join me and my team, the Shart Breakers. Yes. And if you make a donation and you join my team, we'll give you a Shart Breakers t-shirt, but that's just the beginning because you get to walk on the field at the link. There's live music. There's photo stations. Food trucks, uh, Swoop will be there. The Eagles cheerleaders are going to be there. I'm being honored as the uh, media honored hero. Nice. And you can meet a lot of great people and have a great time. And if you know someone who's affected by IBD, if that's Crohn's, colitis, whatever it may be, uh, that's what this fundraising is all about, to help find a cure for all of these issues. The proceeds benefit the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation for research, education, and patient support services for those suffering from inflammatory bowel diseases. So... It's the first time back like this at this yes. level. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, they had a virtual one, and then we did uh, a socially distanced one, and now this is the full deal. And we will be at the link on Sunday, June 12th, and it is not too late to sign up and be a member of the Shark Breakers. Uh, so go to WMMR.com, click on events, and then if you register, make a donation to join Team Preston WMMR, uh, we'll get you that Shark Breakers t-shirt, and we're looking forward to a great day. All right, we're going to take a break. We are going to come back in just a moment or two. We got more to come. Stay with us. MMR is proud to announce another Bam Bam Jam. With Tom Kiefer from Cinderella. This is Tracy Guns. This is Bill Lewis and LA Guns. This is Danny from Boston Pussycat. And of course, your host. That skinny bastard that used to steal pizza out of my apartment. My buddy. Jackie Bam Bam. Jackie Bam Bam. Be there Saturday, June 4th at the Keswick Theater in Glenside, PA. Check WMMR.com for details. We've also stuffed Jackie's prize coffin with free tickets. So listen weeknights to grab them. It's a Bam Bam Jam Gone Glam from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. If you're just tuning in, uh, Casey Boy is on location today uh, coming to us. He's uh, sick. He's got the vid, as we say. Hey, guys. And he's at his uh, beach house right now, uh, lounging about on the couch, enjoying uh, today's program and contributing in today's program as well. It's actually a a good rig. The connection's pretty solid. Yeah, not bad at all. It's an app on my phone. It's ridiculous. Wow, excellent. Wow, there we go. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we mentioned the in uh, news, Kathy did, that the uh, the Phils lost last night. Uh, and uh, they lost to a home run by, who was it, uh, Nick? Jock Peterson had a three-run shot in the 11th. And what the f*** is it? He's had an eventful week, Jock Peterson. Yeah, so Nick <laughs> had brought us up to speed on this uh, mm-hmm. moment where he 
uh, smacked another player in the face. And it all stems from a little issue they had. And you can understand as an adult that yeah. uh, this might really get under your skin. Fantasy football. <laughs> yeah. No, and he got smacked. I don't think he was the smacker. He, oh, really? He, was the he got smacked? Of the, yeah, he got smacked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It says here Tommy Pham slapped yep. Jock uh, Peterson. He was the smack. Yep. He was the smacker and the smacky. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. And, and, I, and I saw his locker room uh, interview. Uh, when he was talking about it, and he's just matter-of-factly saying, telling the the parameters of what happened in this <laughs> fantasy football thing and uh, caused him to hit this dude in the I face. I mean, he broke down, like, their entire text chain. And it was a group text chain, uh, Jock Peterson did. And so, you know, it was a lot of trash talking, and then that happens in fantasy football leagues or whatever. <laughs> but to take it to the level where he ends up getting slapped uh, by an opposing player, by the way, they, they just encountered each other, I guess, in the outfield. It was Tommy Pham was on the Reds. And it was just like, man, you guys <laughs> take it a little too seriously. You know, well, though, also, the, other, the, other, yeah, the other thing is, um, you know, so I'm, I'm going to fantasy football league and for the most part i would say of the 12 guys in my league i'm friends with nine of them and then two other ones and no offense to these guys but they are my one friend they're my, my friend's cousins right so nine ten of us are in the same fraternity and then two are not and i've become friendly with these guys over over the last few years so like tom tommy fam and this peterson guy they may not actually be friends. They may just know the same person or the same people, and that's how they're in the same league. And I get it. Sometimes, uh, have you have you have you entered um, the danger zone of perhaps? I've gotten into it with people, letting it get too far. It. Well, listen, and it's all it's all relative, right? So Tommy Fam, he will tell you, and and he said he goes, dude. There was there was a lot of money invested in this, and don't mess with my money is essentially what he said. Now, so these guys are professional baseball players, so we're probably talking about thousands, tens of thousands of dollars, maybe even more. Yeah. When it comes to me and my guys, it's a hundred bucks, couple yeah. hundred bucks. But there's also there's competition involved, so um, I have gotten into it with uh, some people over, uh, you know. <laughs> Some how, how, uh, how discrepancies. Ag- how aggressive has had it has it gotten for you? <laughs> well, so I mean, my, not to get into the, oh. the the details or whatever. Preston, listen, please try not to look down your nose at the situation <laughs> so here. Stupid. All right. It's not. It's not stupid. Yeah. When you're talking about a thousand dollars, like that's that's a pretty decent amount of money. So the the, the one thing I got into uh, was um, this guy was taking people off of the. Um, off the bench, not off the bench. Um, he was picking him up off the waiver wire. Right. But he wasn't in the playoffs. He was out of the playoffs. So he had no reason to be taking anybody off. Like he was, his season was over. So he had taken somebody off of the waiver wire that I wanted to pick up, but I couldn't because this guy had already picked him up, picked him up. Then I called him out on it. And, uh, and he, you know, you get it now. I got it. I got it. Yeah. It makes total sense. Go ahead. Well, Kathy was, uh, interjecting. The overdriving thing here is you're saying is that this, this isn't a gambling venture as well. So the the money at stake is what carries it. Right. Yeah. Though I know for a fact though, Case, and you'll see, and there's stories about people that are, remember there was the guy who swatted another guy because of something they did on Call of Duty. Yeah. It was playing. Oh my God. That's worse. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. That's how stuff gets away from you. Yeah. Here's where you have to balance it. Uh, he's going to lose $111,000 for the three-game sus- suspension. Okay. Compared to the probably a couple thousand dollars he lost 
in the fantasy football. Right. So he he let it get too far. He hit the guy, and now he's facing you know yeah. the, it's like the, losing the league. Job. What game do you get? I think like we're all really get all off about yeah, like what game uh, will okay. we'll put Catan. Go ahead. Uh, oh yeah, Settlers of Catan, <laughs> which I, I love. But Steve, man, it, like it, it, there's backstabbing that happens, and I know you're not a board game guy. I hate him. Yeah, I know you do. But the, like when when start you like there's scheming and uh, you, uh, t- people can like gang up against <laughs> you. And and then all of a sudden, like it, take, it starts take, to chip at you. Oh my god! It take like they take your legs out and all, of, and like it gets worse. And there's little bits, little 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 bits here and there. And you're like, oh my! Well, wait a minute! I'm not even. A, I thought you guys loved me. What's the, going? This is a fun game. The most annoying part about that is the game takes like a minimum two hours to play. Oh, and it, and sometimes you can get yourself in a position where. You're just not going to win, right? And you have to sit there for the next forty five <laughs> minutes and just take it in the butt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that yeah. would or, suck. Or you can help, or you can pick one of your favorite competitors and and help them win. You know, yeah, uh, that's another way to go about it. But press, you know, you and I were playing golf um, last week, and we were talking to somebody who was playing in a friendly golf match and Steve there it was like five bucks everybody invested five bucks okay. oh, yeah and, and right. one guy and one guy fudged a uh, his score a little bit right and and the guy we were talking to he, he took exception to it now I mean if they weren't if, they, if no money was involved then we're talking five dollars if no money was involved he probably wouldn't have even said anything but because there was a competition involved and there was money involved and like I said five bucks. <laughs> He felt the need to like speak up about it. Impress? What do you think? What do you think about that? Oh, that's fine. Now, the moment he walks over and actually physically assaults the guy, right? That's a different story. <laughs> this yeah. is fantasy football. The guy right. hit somebody over fantasy football. Uh-huh. Now, there's money involved. Yet, they're very rich men because they play professional sports for a living. Uh, but the fact that you would go over and actually hit someone over something like that is quite ridiculous. Well, I'm curious we, to we, see how much that was, how much money was involved. I, I'm, I'm very curious. If you can do a little investigating, see see what was up. Um, you know what, what the what the money was. I'd say this though, Preston. To me, the equivalent is like flipping the game board. Yes, you know, and I've done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've gotten that mad before. Yeah, where well, you were like, all right, uh, uh, enough. I played. Uh, I was. I've told this story before. I was playing Risk with the guy that ended up being the valedictorian of our high school, <laughs> and uh, he beat me like a third game in a row, and I knocked that board across the room, <laughs> and it has hundreds of tiny little pieces oh, yeah. in the yeah. game Risk, and and we lost a few. I was playing a hole with. Um, I, I was uh, dating a guy, and I just met his friends. And I guess we played different rules because for me, a four is social, but it doesn't mean anything. Like, it just keeps moving on. But for them, a four was a turn. (laughs) And, like, I think I put it on my Twitter account and started asking questions. And I was, like, comparing it and all. We just stopped playing. (laughs) By the way, so somebody texted in. I'm not sure if this is true or not, but somebody says not a couple thousand. Uh, Their buy-in was 50 grand each. Okay. Times that by 10 or 12 people for a jackpot. Yeah. Uh, so that's a whole lot of money, but but here's the deal: with uh, are, are there are there vagaries in the rules, Casey? No. So this guy Peterson, he goes. I mean, I, I don't want to get into the um, to the specifics, but he did something that, and and so this guy Tommy Fan called him out on it, right? And he screen captured the rules, and he goes, "I did not break the rules. The, what I did is I'm, I'm allowed to do this." And by the way, you did something very similar, so why don't you shut up? Right? Because you also did the same thing. So stop being such a little bitch about it, you know. And that, that's where I think he maybe uh, you know took exception to it. 
uh, that he that he called him out as well. That he called him out on it, but he also kind of did the same exact thing. So okay, um, yeah, and and like I said, it, it's all relative, right? So you know. For me, it was a thousand dollars. For those guys, you know, we're talking hundreds. Of uh, a tremendous of amount of money. But again, if you put it in perspective of what, no, they they don't, you know, they they make a lot a lot more. So that's part of the the deal there. But uh, <laughs> you know, have you <laughs> to get to that point where you're like you're both you, you see this guy and your first instinct is to slap him, you yeah, know, be, <laughs> well, because of fantasy football. Mar- uh, Marissa had brought up. Um, a hole, and I remember like one of the worst, like <laughs> two fights that I had gotten into, like uh, argument wise, was actually with the same girl in two different uh, situations, um, and it was all because of the the, the game a hole. Which, by the way, you're supposed to cheat in that game, right, Nick? <laughs> well. Yes, but it's funny because there's like actual etiquette to the cheating, Casey. Like, so if you take the cheating too far, uh, I can see where tempers. Uh, would flare as a result and people like hide cards and, yeah. and it's just it's <laughs> but i guess it's like any sport like if you're not uh you know you're not cheating you're not trying they yeah, actually so- have it they have a cheaters edition of monopoly like it's oh my God, part really? of it is part Ooh. of the game you is might to have found cheat. my game then it's to cheat and get away with it and then if you get caught you know there's penalties but okay. that's the point of the game by the way here's some text and examples and we'll Feel free to take uh, your call, 215-263-WMMY. This one says, my girlfriend's mom once hit her ex in the head with an ashtray for cheating in Yahtzee. <laughs> Yahtzee! An yeah. a- like a glass ashtray. You don't do that! No, you don't <laughs> cheat in Yahtzee. Uh, there's some more text coming in. Mexican train, dominoes, actual dominoes have been thrown at people when I've played. <laughs> Uh, another one says, uh, in college, we pranked a guy who took Monopoly too seriously by printing fake Monopoly money. <laughs> when he found out, he flipped over the table and punched a hole in the wall. <laughs> There's, I think what happens is in a lot of these cases that you don't realize how much has gotten away from you. You mm-hmm. know, because as you say, if you're playing like, the, what is it, Catan? Catan, yes. Yeah, so so for two hours, Catan, yeah. you're you're now, and it's it's like, a, it's like you know, the, uh, the, the story of the... Uh, you put the frog in the water and you the slow boil before you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's not the losing that bothers me. It's it's the scheming and teaming up against me. That's what I'm like. You know, that's I feel like betrayed. Right. I feel right. like I'm being stabbed in the back. Two one five two six three WMMR is our number. By the way, here's somebody texting said in our hockey league. Uh, my buddy tried to take my phone while I slept and delete my team. Oh my god! <laughs> because I was kicking his ass so bad. Wow, that's really wow. funny. That's good. Man. <laughs> That's just, no, that's just <laughs> cheating. Oh, I love it. Uh, I'm going to go to Eric next. Hey, Eric, good morning. You guys rock. Oh, <laughs> love you, Eric. What's up, buddy? All right, real quick. Uh, me and a bunch of friends used to get together every weekend on Saturday to play video games. It was either football or, or video boxing. And this night was 2002 Knockout Kings Boxing on PS3. Mm-hmm. I would always be Muhammad Ali because I knew how to use him. He was good, blah, blah, blah. So... Like my one, my best friend, he like I kept just hitting him, hitting him, hitting him, knocking him down, knocking him down. He turns around finally. He's like, "If you knock me down or knock me out one more time, I'm pulling the disc out and snapping it." <laughs> so, like I wasn't really trying to do anything. I was just doing my thing, and I knocked him out. He literally pulled the disc out, snapped it, and him and his cousin almost got into a fist fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. A game that's supposed to be a relaxing, well, not. Or at least fun. a fun diversion, uh-huh, uh-huh. you know. It, 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 that's just God. crazy, Eric. Did he? I mean, bu- he was. 
I mean, he was like a super like football fan. Like he played football in high school, so he was really good at the football games. And like none of us except his cousin could really like hang with him on it. Right. So like when I found a game I was good at, like I don't know, like he would have fun playing it. But if I started really kicking his ass, he would like get pissed. Mm-hmm. That, that cracks me up. Thanks, man. I told you. Speaking of video games, when uh, when Halo Three uh, was in its heyday, and uh, I was I was still playing. Video games with my sons at that point. Yeah. And then uh, Parker, that little bastard, <laughs> would get the sniper rifle and hide away somewhere and just pick, pick you off. me <laughs> off all the time. And it became not fun anymore. Right. And I got, I started getting mad. And I'm like, <laughs> what am I doing? I, I can't do this anymore. This is making me angry. It's not fun. I have no chance. When would you ever enjoy a game? You know, if would you... Love baseball if all you ever did was strike out. Yeah, just lose right, right, all the yeah. time. Uh, here's a text that says, we had, we had the cops called on us during an Uno game one time. Oh, my God. Because of how loud we were yelling at each other. So I guess the neighbors called. They didn't oh. get into a fight, but they were screaming so much. Case. You know what, Press? Um, I, had, uh, and I think I brought this up to you. Um, Scattergories. Scattergories yes. is a game that, hey, listen, if we haven't been in an argument in a while, why don't we break out Scattergories? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it starts family um, fights. Uh, family, I mean, and it's supposed to be the family. It's built like as the family fun game. Well, you know why, Steve? Because every because the way the game is played, everybody judges your answers. Right. right? Like every, so however many people you're playing with, they all judge your answers. And if they're not good, uh, or, or, or if your answers aren't good enough, like you, you end up getting into fights. Like, uh, 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 you know what? I'll have to play down short sometime just so you can see firsthand, you know, how, I mean, because it's, it's inevitable. It will happen every time. Uh, hang on. I'm going to go to this call. It's uh, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How's it going? Great, Michelle. What's up? Okay, so I have an amazing story. Um, I have an ex-fiancé. I'm not going to name him just because. Um, I have an ex-fiancé. We were playing Magic the Gathering, so this is nerd-level rage. (laughs) So we were playing Magic the Gathering with about, there's, I think, like six or eight of us. Um, We were playing Commander style. And so basically with that, like, you kind of attack each other or you could, like, have teams and whatnot. Well, we all kind of ganged up on my ex, and he lost his mind and, like, completely flipped the whole table and, like, left. And I just sat with his friends and then continued to play. That's wow. that's a meticulous, so that's like, oh um, my God. If, if you watch Stranger Things, oh. um, the, the recent season, they're play- to me, those games, Preston, like, like Dungeons & Dragons, where you have sort of vague rules about oh, what dude. a spell does or what... That's just that's just that's throwing a match on a pile my of kindling. Son tried to teach my wife and I how to play Magic the Gathering. He started to get into it, and like, okay, he's into this. Right. We should learn how to do this so we can, you know, bond over this whole thing. Right. We sat down. We tried to play it. Nick Murphy got me the easiest cards possible to play for that game. And so, you know, it's like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat your troll with this. Blah blah blah. I'm gonna bat. Okay. Yeah, all right. Well, I, you know, my hit points, my, my points are more than yours. And, and yes, and, and he's like, yeah, but this one has flight, which means that I can do that. 
and uh, yeah, but I have this, and yeah, but then I can turn invisible, and blah 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 blah, and and I'm like, it doesn't say that on the card. And what do you? And I just started getting mad. Rochelle started yelling. You were an accident. Yeah, yeah. We never wanted you. Yeah. It's, it's, Chris, it's almost like when I was oh, playing I like make game. pretend time with my son. You know, when we were like playing superheroes. Like, yeah. you know, you just kind of let's make just make. Oh, you're shooting uh, fire rays at me. Yeah. Well, I'm covering myself in uh, water, and you can't go through. <laughs> yes, and, totally. And you argue over that, Michelle. Did is that what what broke you up eventually with your fiance? Uh, no, he was lazy and never wanted to move out of his parents' house. Okay, well, that's that, that's the main cause. Then. All right, thank you, we're Michelle. A different subject. Right. You're welcome. But Casey, you're like, yeah, okay. I have dragon skin now. You can't burn me. What? Yeah. Uh, see? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. I just bought dragon skin Slayer yeah. things. Yeah. Fire balls. Right. That come out of my butt. Uh, here's another text. Says uh, my cousin broke up with her longtime boyfriend over a game of Uno. Uh, he kept putting down skips and reverses, and it pissed her off so bad she decided that it was over between the two. <laughs> That's the thing, dude. Skips and, and reverses. In Uno? In Uno. So what is that? Uh, well, and it depends on how many people you're playing with. And and there's also uh, on wild cards with the plus four. There's a bunch of things. It's ways to screw over the players, though, Steve. Yeah. So, like, if you get skipped or revert, like, it, it could almost be your turn. Yeah, 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 and then all of a sudden, nope, I'm taking it away from Steve, and it's a way for me to, to deliberately... Shut you out of whatever your next round Eddie, might be. And the games, a lot of the games are orchestrated to have those yeah. points where you're going to, you know, fight for your thing. It's part of the strategy. That's why I always like to Trivial Pursuit. Because Trivial Pursuit, to me, there's a definitive answer. Right. Uh, maybe the, you might argue on, on whether the, the, they got the answer right or wrong. <laughs> but for the most part, it's definitive. I had I had a, I had a moment with uh, Trivial Pursuit one night, too. And it still lives in the lore of my, one of my best friends, Ben. And... <laughs> I I meant to say Jerry Rice. <laughs> oh no! And I think I said Forty uh, Niners uh, or something right. like okay. that. Anyhow, and 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 I was like, you knew what I meant. <laughs> you knew that I meant Jerry Rice, and it was for a piece of cheese. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. I was just like, no. Oh, and no. I think I quit. And, <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, and, you were a mistake. But still, to this day, Jerry Rice gets brought up because of that. It's like the Moops. Uh, here's the Moops. Yeah, in an episode of Seinfeld, yeah, an episode of Seinfeld oh. the answer was the Moors, but on the card it said the Moops. <laughs> and he's up, says right here, the Moops. Uh, here's a text that says, growing up, my brother threw the controller through our TV because I knew the finish him codes in Mortal Kombat, and he didn't. No, we, had, we had multiple broken controllers. My mom was forever yeah. buying my brother's new controllers because they would... They would, break them oh my God. out of anger? Yeah, oh yeah, out of anger okay. in the game. And she'd be like, well, then we're not playing that game if it makes you that angry. One of the Batman Arkham games, um, I we bought the game three times uh, because of, <laughs> of, of, of the, the boss battle with Destro. And then he... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let me let me go to Melissa because Casey she's got a category story. Hi, Melissa. Okay. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Hey, what's I up? am totally with Casey. Scategory breaks up families. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's we crazy. Not, we have never played it in like twenty years in my family. We were playing it on Christmas, and like I'm fifty three. Like I have a great life. Yeah. I have a great job. Love my family. If you called any person in my family, they would all go. I can't believe she did that. My cousin, the letter was N, and it was things in the refrigerator. And my cousin tried to give herself the points for Nutter Butters. 
And if you call 20 people in my family, they will be like, hell no. <laughs> don't put nut butters in the fridge. And it was a game from 20 years ago. We have never played this game. So the, 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 the point <laughs> oh of contention God. was the, the candy bar nut butters. It's a cookie. Is it a cookie? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a candy bar. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's a, it's a sandwich cookie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah, unless yeah. you didn't want the peanut butter to melt and run all over the place, if it was warm, you uh, could keep it in the oh, fridge. I, I'm, I'm going to have to say, <laughs> I would say they don't go in the refrigerator. No. Mm. no that was no. argument. But we were saying, no, like, but nut butters are not inherently found in the refrigerator. <laughs> 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 like, when you go you know. to the store, you don't buy them in the refrigerator. Right. In the refrigerated section. Like, places where you put your sunglasses... Could be the refrigerator if you mm-hmm. like your sunglasses I mean, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you could do that. Yeah, I mean right. that. That's you right. Could call twenty people in my family right now, and they will be like, "That's a bunch of crap." That was broke up a family. I love it. Thank Categories. You. Uh, yeah. Let me go to uh, Curry. Hey, Curry. Good morning. Ah, uh, Gazooks. Gazooks. What's up, bud? Hey. So I we always play this game with my family. It's called Phase Ten. It's kind of like Rummy. Okay. Where um, you have to complete like sets, so like sets, of, like runs, of sets seven, and runs, sets yeah. yeah. And um, <laughs> someone would, and the way it works is you have to complete your phase or else you can't go on. And somebody would complete their phase and go out in the first round, and it would completely bother me so much that I would just get up. Leave, drive around town for 20 minutes, then come back and be like, okay, I'm cool now. You had to completely wow. leave the situation to cool off for at least 20 minutes. Uh, give or take. Okay. What level of joy are you getting from a game that makes you hop in the car to take a common <laughs> drive? I mean, that, that to me is counterproductive. I, I guess it's the whole, uh, almost the, the gambling mentality of I'm going to win. I am going to win. In anything. And then when you lose. Yeah. Yeah. You, it's just, it kills you. It's a little too competitive. Or the sometimes. worst is, is when there's a bit of braggadocia about it, where you're like, oh, ah, this is my game. I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm an Uno master. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you get decimated. Uh, I will go next to Gene. Hey, Gene, good morning. Good morning, Preston. Good morning, sir. What's up, buddy? Uh, so I had a friend who, it didn't matter if it was Blades of Steel. You remember the Nintendo? Yeah, yeah. Blades of Steel. steel. (laughs) Exactly. Swing. You lost a fight in Blades of Steel. The controller would go across the room. (laughs) If it was Techno Bowl and I scored too many touchdowns, (laughs) the controller would go across the room. Right. So every Saturday we went out and got him a new controller. (laughs) (laughs) Was it Mike Tyson's knockout, which you would play, Kathy? Uh, Yeah. Is that what this is from? Don't even get me started on the Mike Tyson. (laughs) Uh, If I kicked his butt in that, I would lose my controller. You know what happens, Uh, though, uh, over the, the time, Gene, is that the controllers, like especially the ones... They become so freaking expensive. Well, now they're expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They used to, they used I mean, to be like, oh, okay, there's no problem. I'm talking Nintendo, Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now, yeah, now, now, two buttons in the thing. A sixty dollar yeah. controller, you're less likely to smash. Uh, and every Saturday, we had to go out. Friday night, we would play the games. And this Saturday, you have to go out and get a new controller. I love it. I love and by it. the way, Casey, you you broke up a relationship of mine. What? Oh, cool. Wait, what's your name again? Gene. Oh, you slept with Jim's wife. Jim's <laughs> wife. Well, I need one. But sorry about that. <laughs> oh well, you you have to you got to expand on this, Gene. What's the story? I almost my don't want to hear this. My ex-girlfriend licked 
when you guys were at 101 or one by Y100, yeah. Uh, she licked peanut butter off his feet to get uh, uh, Eagles tickets. I remember that. Yeah. And? Oh, and uh, about three weeks later, I was like, I can't even do You this. were a peanut. <laughs> he was a peanut butter <laughs> cock. Uh, your feet broke them up. <laughs> I, um, uh, it got worse than that. She ended up in a mental hospital. Oh, so, man. Okay. So it wasn't really well, Casey's yeah. Well, there's stuff so on Katie's, Casey's feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Casey says, you're welcome, by the way, Gene. <laughs> I mean, uh, I call her nighty wifey. So. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, but I got path, a little bit uh, scared there. The yeah. path to the mental <laughs> institution really started at Casey's feet. Something on his feet. Uh, here's a text that says uh, categories. All right, and here's here's how this. Man, this I think, games I think, yes, I think I think there are families that have a story, at least one, concerning this game because it says categories. Wild blueberries are different from blueberries. <laughs> it's a different fruit. <laughs> Therefore, wild blueberries count for the letter W. Man, I hate that oh argument. God. It's such a BS argument. You can't put an adjective in front of a noun and say that that's Why the that new mean? noun. That's Why because they're not wild blueberries. Is that the big cop-out? People will do that often? Oh, yeah. yeah. You can use, uh, like, uh, fun names or whatever. And, and, and you know, uh, funny Steve. Oh, that Steve's name is F now. It starts with F. Because Steve's funny. Everybody calls him Funny Steve. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, see, that's that's just designed for for agitation. Yeah, we should play categories on the oh, show. Oh, we should. We, you know, let's do it. Murder everyone oh by the end God. of the segment. We're yeah. definitely gonna get into a fight. Yeah. <laughs> How many people can play categories at once? You know what? We got um, we got a live six. broadcast coming up on Monday. We should, should do we that do at Subaru. Oh, all right. Yeah. And see if we can right. get away with we the game. Like break, break windshields, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I. You know what? I haven't played that game in so long remind me what's the gameplay case right, so the gameplay is uh you, you have a um you have a, a, a blank sheet with like uh t- i guess 12 lines on it right and you you roll a die that is 26 sided and has all the letters of the alphabet so you roll that you roll that die and whatever letter it it ends on you have a a a bank of questions uh, or categories or categories right. that you have to then come up with a um, whatever whatever that category an is that right. an answer to that letter whether it be you know uh, cities or things you would find in the ocean or things you would find at the beach and it's all it the same given, letter letter has okay letter. and whoever comes up with the most yep wins now does Wait. everybody <laughs> write down for the same category yeah yes. everybody writes down and then do you mark off uh if, if you have a similar one to somebody else that doesn't count doesn't count right. okay yeah and then you have uh then you have like double like so let's say it is um oh yes if you use double two words that start with the same letter start with the same letter that's like, two, points, two points yeah so or, for, for instance, one answer if you had let's say it's a toy and your letter is y and you wrote yo-yo well is that a double, or is a yo-yo just one word? I would count no, it as it's one. one word. Yeah. It's, so one that, it's, <laughs> it's one. It's one object. Yeah. It's well, yo and yo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like this. All right, yeah. so we'll, we'll, we'll maybe we'll take that out for a spin because yeah. this this game is diabolical. Mm-hmm. I just pulled a Steve, and it's coming tomorrow. I just oh, ordered it. Oh, beautiful! You just yeah. ordered it. I love it. Done. Excellent. Uh, let me go to another call. Uh, I want to speak to Anna. Good morning, Anna. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Anna? Hi. So seven years ago, my whole family sat down to play Monopoly. And during the game, we ordered food from a pizza shop. And my uncle ate his cheesesteak. And during the game, he got sick and had to go home with food poisoning. Mm -hmm. So we took a picture of the game, planned on finishing it. 
He was sick all night. To this day, he still thinks his brother is the one who poisoned his cheesesteak, and we have not finished the game. Why? Because he was winning? No, he wasn't even winning. That's the best part. <laughs> he thinks his brother poisoned his cheesesteak. Oh, that's great. Yeah. He put eye drops in it. Right. Or yeah. By the way, like it's featured in Wedding Crashers. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how he uh, yeah. uh, gets gets the other guy sick, uh, Bradley Cooper sick. Thanks, Anna. Um, you you put eye drops in somebody's food, you could kill them. Really? Yeah, I found out that it's more than just Oops. a, uh, like a, yeah, you'll get them sick, but if you over overuse it, it could yeah. be lethal. All right, don't do that. Don't this, do this that. Public service announcement, don't do that. Yeah. All right, here's another categories text. <laughs> categories category was state. Letter was D. I said depression. Huge <laughs> argument ensued. See, I think that's a good answer. I yeah. think that's a creative that's, answer. Yeah, and I would depression. Absolutely and give them that point. Not only is it a creative answer, but you are, uh, because in, in all likelihood, other people playing the game are going to write down Delaware, for example. So they're going to cancel each other out. Yeah. Right? You're being what creative. What about Dakota? Uh, would you accept Dakota? Yeah, I would. I would. I guess uh, well, it, it's one I would North or South. South Dakota. Yeah. And and that is because part of the name right. South Dakota, right? So the, if that's not both. So if it was um, South Dakota, you get two points. But if it's, it's South Dakota, I think you get one point for the D in Dakota because I it's two words. Depression. I would not ac- accept depression at all because you know what they were asking. Do you? you? Know exact. I yes. think it's being creative. Yeah. Okay. It, it says it says states, right? <laughs> So, yeah. so a state... It just says state. You can be in a state of bliss. You could be in a state of depression. Yeah, state yeah. of mind. Right. So, so... Um, it doesn't say U.S. states by geography. It just says states. Yeah. yeah. Or the, the category or category would be U.S. <laughs> states. Yeah, we're, oh, we're going to kill I each other over this I game. I can't wait to fight you guys. I'm going <laughs> to fight you guys so hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go to Josh. Hey, Josh, good morning. Hey, what's up? You guys rock. Thanks, bud. Appreciate it. What's your story, man, about getting in it, into it over a game? Yeah, so uh, my family and friends, a group of us used to uh, do, like, uh, NHL on a Sega NHL tournament. And uh, this was probably, like, 20 years ago. And my brother, well, my our, me and my brother's best friend, um, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm messing up the story. My brother took out my brother's best friend's, like, uh, you know, big-time player, like Paul Correa right. at the time or whatever, in, in the finals. And uh, so my brother slapped him in the face over the game. <laughs> slapped him in the oh face. Similar yeah. to the story that kicked this whole thing off. Yeah, well, I, it was think a... it, I think it ruined the game, and then, you know, we ended up having to, like, revamp and try to do it another day, but we had a bunch of people over. Right. Who wants to play with someone who's going to be moved shot. enough to slap you in the face if you, uh, if know. you beat them? I know, I know. I've never gotten quite Hulk that but I have gotten quite perturbed. Yeah, I'm pretty. Uh, have you seen anybody get mad like on a game show? Have you ever seen it? Because yes, mean, you know, you have. There, so um, <laughs> there, a while ago there was somebody. I remember because I talked about this with my wife, where I saw I saw the though not technically because the guy was getting agitated with himself, but he was getting visibly. Pissed. There was a lady on Wheel of Fortune last night, Steve. I don't know if you watched <laughs> no, it. No, I missed it last night. The lady in the middle was not having fun, and to the other people on the on either side of yeah. her uh, were doing well. Right. You could watch her face getting visibly perturbed at the other people getting answers right and moving and moving forward. And so, like, yeah, I, 
most people when they go on those shows like that, they they are be, they're told to have a good time and to smile a lot. But lady last lady last night was uh, not enjoying herself. Do you so know much. where that can happen, Nick? On Wheel of Fortune, is if the other person does all the legwork. Oh my god! All the legwork of of getting yes. you towards the solving of the puzzle. Yeah. And then they come in because they they, they miss a a, a, t- a turn or they get a, a bankrupt, and and the person comes in and does nothing and just solves the puzzle. Uh, here's a Texas is uh, Liz who's uh, texting him from Holly Springs, Georgia, and she says, "Scategory story. Letter was K. Category was names from the Bible. My Jewish husband said Keith, and I laughed and said no. And he said, "Well, I thought maybe it was in your half." <laughs> uh, uh, somebody had texted in and said that it says in the instructions for categories that uh, creativity and subjectivity are encouraged. Oh, so that state thing would have been <laughs> absolutely yep. acceptable. Yep. We will have to read the official yeah. directions yeah. before we begin uh, our game. <laughs> uh, wow. We should okay. probably get who makes the who makes the game. Uh, is it Milton Bradley? I don't know. I'm See if they could provide a a uh, a judge, a uh, categories judge. Oh, no, like you are the judge. Categories right, yeah, judge. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. everybody is the judge. Yeah, that's the thing. You right, yeah. you are. Uh, everybody has to agree, <laughs> and it's and that's where the the, the fights come fights, in because yeah. they have to and they have then, to debate it. Yeah, the other part is is because if you write down like a common answer, like Delaware, Nick. Uh, chances are you are your answer is going to be um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Cancelled out. Uh, Cancelled out because somebody else is going to have that answer. So it encourages people to be more creative with yep. their answers. Yeah, that's what I was saying before. That's yeah, why yeah. depression, I think, is a home run. Yeah. Yep. Uh, hang on. Let's get another slap story. I got uh, <laughs> TJ on the line. Okay, TJ, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Good. What's up, bud? So I was playing Mortal Kombat about a year ago with my nine-year-old nephew, and I kept beating him, and he just came over and slapped me in the face. I was in shock. (laughs) Your nine-year-old nephew slapped you in the face over Mortal Kombat. Yeah, and I was so mad. I wanted to to kick the crap out of him, but he... (laughs) Oh, I was so mad. How, did he did he realize eventually? Did did he get a talking to, or how was he reprimanded? Oh, I screamed at him, and then my uncle screamed back at him, and then he yelled at me for screaming at his kid. Because, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it could have erupted into a, into a whole melee over yeah. Mortal Kombat. Lovely family yeah. moment. Yep. All right. Thank you. All right. One more call, and then we got to take a break. I'm going to go to John. Hey, John. Good morning. Hey, uh, did you guys ever hear a jerk mate? <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo. You ever hear a jerk mate? I wish I knew where that was. Uh, I, oh, wait, wait. I think I got it. Hang on a second here. Yo, ever heard of jerk mate? There it is. <laughs> What's up, John? <laughs> hey, so, um, uh, so this is probably late 80s, early 90s. Do you guys remember when they used to have those Heinz bottles of ketchup that were like 64 ounces? They were yeah. basically yeah. buckets of. So I was playing my brother in that I handheld football game. Do you remember the game that had like the red, red just electronic dots, and you would just try to race across the field? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mattel, the, yeah. the Mattel uh, uh, handheld yeah. football game. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I was before Nintendo. So I was yep. playing my brother, who's twelve years older than me. So he's eighteen and I'm six. He's beating the crap out of me for like an hour. I finally got pissed. I threw the game at him. I went to the kitchen, got a full sixty-four ounce bottle of ketchup. <laughs> Curled it on as fast as I could. He moves. Whoa. It's the corner of the TV. It explodes. The entire room is covering ketchup for like two weeks. Oh, <laughs> my smell. God. This, I mean, you know how ketchup, when it sits out for a while, it can yeah. just start to sink? It becomes yeah. like the red house, tar. Oh, my God. The house was just putrid for weeks. <laughs> well, there you go. You've Now, are you a better competitor now that you've aged a little bit? 
No, I'm worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right, sometimes he can get away from you for whatever reason. You yeah. uh, you just you get pushed to that level and you just can't control it. But uh, yeah, we're gonna have to sample savage categories and see how we handle that. I love that idea. All right, I want to take a break. Uh, we are gonna come back in a second. Don't forget, we have a secret text word chance for you to win a pair of tickets to the June seventh performance of Freestyle Love Supreme, which is the Miller Theater. That's formerly the Miriam Theater. Uh, text word secret three nine three three three. We'll see if you win in a bit. We'll be right back. We're digging through our favorite MMRBQ moments from that epic shot of Dave Draymond hanging out backstage with Living Color to Pierre kicking off the summer concert series. I want to salute the great lawn people by rubbing his toes in the lawn. Make some noise! All of our favorite photos, videos, and interviews are waiting for you now at WMMR.com. Then Nick, you wanted to mention this. Uh, today's the last day. It is, yeah. So the Man of the Year campaign wraps up today. This is the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. I've been uh, involved with this great organization for a number of years, and uh, they've nominated me to be the Man of the Year, which is a really cool honor. It's a fundraising effort, and today is the last day that you can donate. Uh, the cutoff for donations is at 4.30 this afternoon. So if you consider doing it, uh, none of this money is for me, by the way. This is all to a, a really great organization, LLS. And uh, the, everything that they do, every, everybody that they help, they do it for free. So uh, the information is up on Preston's Steve.com, WMMR.com. You can find all the information on my social media accounts as well. Uh, please, if you're going to make a donation, do it today and do it before 4.30 because that's the cutoff time. All right. Excellent. That wraps up today. Yes, and there's another charity event that is coming up. Uh, it is this weekend. And uh, we're happy to bring back a friend to the show. We uh, we actually saw him at the MM Barbecue. Yes. Uh, this past weekend. And hey! oh, there he is. Hey, yeah, that's right. That's me. Oh, my gosh. It's the magic of radio. <laughs> Feeling it all throughout Philadelphia. Just let him you got to wait to just yeah. keep going. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's going into his monologue now. Uh, that's the pituation. Guys. Yeah. Yep. Didn't know. The situation, <laughs> Rich Liebing, who is a former intern of the Preston and Steve show. Thank you. Uh, is it? Yep. I, I, I'm sorry. I just, I always hear the sound cue, and I think I have to go right then and there. Right. Like it's like the gun at the race. Like okay, here we go. Yeah. Well, you're you're a podcast. You're the crusty underwear. Which, what is it? <laughs> Oh, Chris Crispy Noodle. Noodle. Right. Yeah, no, no, it's actually a good show. You and your your friend do it, right? Thank you. Yes, yeah, yeah we've been doing it for uh, some time now, and uh, we're we're dipping our toes in the video now. Oh, um, really? With that, so well, that's been like going a, very adult well. stuff, or, or... <laughs> right, we, well, yeah, two we're pitches going, in a cup. We're going on uh, OnlyFans, or oh, whatever. there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Ever heard of Jerk Me? There you go, Jerk Me. There you go. We're going on one of those coming soon. Wait, oh what's what, what's your podcast called? The Crispy Noodle. What's it about? Uh, you know, general talk. We do sports, entertainment, and odd news. Okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah, okay. I kind of took the skill. Actually, to be honest with you, uh, this is a testament to you. I kind of took the skills that I learned here, being an intern, right. researching news and odd news and stuff like that, and I tried to develop into my own little spin with the crispy noodle. So, oh, yeah, you weren't <laughs> supposed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> what? That wasn't? No, that's why we, which why we tried to kill you. I'm very oh, happy. Very no, that's awesome. That's, that's cool pitch. That, and, I bet you guys they do a nice job. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank Excellent. you. All right. So about the event because you've yes. you've been here year after year to to mention this is a lot of fun and it's the game show marathon. Yes, yeah. this is. Uh, this is the big one, uh, you know, and I'm so happy that we're doing this back in person because, you know, we, we were in a very uneasy state, you know, with, you know, obviously with everything with COVID and, and distancing and all of that stuff yeah. that, that, that you'd think it, it, it is designed. It's able to be done that way. 
but you have a real dynamic sort of situation that takes place because it's like an ode to game shows. Yeah, right? I mean, we uh, we're all big game show fanatics. Um, me, Corey, Bob, and Christian are the main uh, organizers, and we host all twenty four shows in uh, twenty four uh, hours uh, cons- uh, consecutively. Bam, 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 one each hour, and it's been like it's it's almost like a weird dream come true because we. The four of us, we get to live out our dream. We've always wanted, we've always had a weird inkling. We've always wanted to host a game show. Right. And we get to live out our dreams with the 24-hour game show marathon. So you're doing some of the classic game shows, right? That's another thing, too. We do a great variety, I feel like. We do some classics. We do your Wheel of Fortune, your Jeopardy, uh, your Family Feud. Um, We do some modern ones, too, like The Chase. Um, but then every now and then we'll throw in like an oddball one, like uh, like a search that it's a show that we've researched from like Japan that involves like dice, and it's like okay, okay let's all try right. this one out, see how this works. Do you have a favorite game show of all time? One that entertains you more than others? Uh, it would have to be Pressure Luck. There's there's something oh, about no the whammy. whammy, no whammies, I, no whammy. Yeah, like I, and it, it's all randomized, you know. And you have people that are talking, and they're like trying the channel and like. Woo, the whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. And it's like, yeah. you know, it's like when you really think about it on a practical level, right? Like, Nick, so like Elizabeth, Elizabeth no, Banks. I'm laughing at your energy. Yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth Banks hosts the, um, the, the primetime version of the show. Correct. And when you watch it, and Preston, I know you, when it first came on, I know you, you, you would watch it as well. Yeah. There's literally no skill other than just pushing right. a button. Yeah. And it's all random. I'll take this, though. The Elizabeth Banks version, at least, had some of the biggest prizes. Like a pair of BMWs. Yeah. Like, like pretty well. Yeah, oh, my gosh. You have... Marissa wow. pulled that up, yeah. Oh, yes. There was somebody that figured it out. There's yes. one of those things. It was like when it hit the left corner, he yep. knew it was going to go to one of the big prizes or something like that. Was, that, was that the methodology? Yeah, it was yeah. Richard Lawson. And back in the 80s, he figured out that the pattern wasn't actually truly randomized. Wow. Yeah. That it was an actual pattern. And uh, he found out that in the one uh, scheme, if you tapped the button right before the second uh, um, row on the right, it was the second item on the right-hand side of the wall. If you tapped it right then and there, you would hit the $5,000 in a spin. And he just kept doing it over and over and over and over again. And it's one of the few cases of, like, fraud in, like, the game show industry. It's crazy. Explain. So so for one hour, you said for 24 hours, you're going to be doing these different game shows. And how do people participate? Uh, Literally, you go to gameshowmarathon.com. I mean, we've tried to make this as as simple as possible. Right. You go to the the website, gameshowmarathon.com. You can watch... Watch the stream right then and there. Do jerkmates get a discount? <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I don't know what our business arrangement was. Ever heard of jerkmates? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're about to work out the final arrangement with that. Uh, but uh, no, it's uh, you, you go to gameshowmarathon.com. You can uh, see the whole stream right there, and you can donate right there as well. It's easy to donate. We've tried to make it uh, as you know very simple. You know, your one stop shop for everything that has to do with this marathon. So, is there any way for a signaling button to sound like this? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, there might be a way um, <laughs> because it's something else that's funny, too, that I always kind of forget the plug is that we're, we're doing this in real time where, you, you know, when you're watching the stream. Yes. We have like a little sounder that goes off when somebody donates. And what we've realized over the last couple of marathons is you could donate and you could try and mess us up. 
because we're tr- you know we're, we're either trying to host the game show or we're yeah. trying to play the game show and you know there's a little bit of competitiveness we want to be able to show our metal right. that we're smart you know i don't know right. how smart i am but uh <laughs> you know we try to show off our metal but you can you can Throw if you, you want to try so that so when someone makes a donation a sound will come up by the way hey! a lot of people don't know we we're familiar with uh, uh um uh, the situation with uh rich for his ability to mimic stallone He's oh yes <laughs> oh, no. but yeah but that particular that's an impression of Fonzie. Yeah, that's Fonzie. A lot of people don't know hey! that. That's, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah. yeah, I was wearing my leather jacket one day and I, I was in the mood. Can you hear? Can we hear some of your Rocky impression? Oh no, that you, uh, yeah. you know, that you do so well. Yeah, you know what's funny? Uh, Pierre asked me to do it on MMR I was like, really, Pierre? I, mean, I guess He's Pierre must like fan. my imitation, but I, I don't it's even like know. having him he in does. the room. I don't know where that clip is. Yeah, uh, Casey's not here, so normally he he has uh, just. It, <clears throat> but but I, hey, you know, yo. I, I, I try to do a little, hey, yo. you know. Hey, yo, you know, I, I'm try, this is just how I try and talk over here. I'm a little punchy, you know, a little punchy over here. You know, I try to, you know, I punch in the ring. I punch when I talk. Oh, you know. God, it's amazing. <laughs> Do it's more. No, it's, no, but that, that I guys, assume that you're, you're playing Rocky clips. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get you guys to get copyright. You know. <laughs> uh, where's the whole thing? That was my. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Hang on a second. This is the whole clip. Where you came. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> Pituation. <laughs> You know, I don't want to bring up uh, part of uh, my Rocky impersonation, which is really bad now that I'm hearing myself. All right, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> that was the pitch in a ride. That was yes, you yeah. had me try and hitchhike from here from Plymouth Meeting to the uh, to Jack Cor- Frost right. Cardboard Classic. Cardboard yeah. Classic. That's right. right. Oh my pitch gosh. in a ride. Yeah, uh-huh. I forgot about that. Yeah, I love that one. Wow. Yeah. Can I? Can I blow your mind? Yeah, <sighs> please. I thought you're. Yeah, go ahead. So I started <laughs> better than his dog. Yes. My, my, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh. But I started uh, as an intern here in 2012. So that means really? 10 years. 10 years oh my ago. God. Yeah. Ten oh my God. And you're married. And yeah. We have a picture in our prep sheet of you cutting the, uh, the, the, the wedding cake with your lovely wife. What? Yeah, there, I'm on. I'm on as an image on the prep sheet. Oh my yes. gosh, I made it! Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and hey, you ran into a former intern as well, Mary in oh, New yeah. Orleans. Yes. Yeah, we got an email from Mary, which is really great. She she does the dueling pianos, and we were talking about her not that long ago. And then uh, she sent everybody an email, and then you and I were chatting a little bit about this at, at RBQ. But what happened? You guys were both in New Orleans at the yeah. same time. Um. So yeah. Uh, my wife Rachel, I love you. Um, we uh, <laughs> I had to give her a shot. Uh, we please went don't, to. Please don't leave me. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't leave me. Yes. Uh, but, um, yeah, we, we had our honeymoon in New Orleans. And uh, <laughs> we're down there in New Orleans, and we had um, reservations for, uh, the, was it, the, the Court of the Two Sisters, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to, like, finish up, like, my last plate of... I don't know, I, I probably had, like, jambalaya or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it does it matter. really matter? Yeah, just keep telling me And, that. yeah, and just, I, I'm just, I look over, and I'm like, there's there's intern Mary right over there. I'm like, Mary, what's 
up. And you I can see here through the steam of the jambalaya. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very hot. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, what a wild that you. That you, that you <laughs> yeah. What, what are yeah. the odds the two Preston Steve interns are in New Orleans on their honeymoon and we yeah. run into each other? I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, that's excellent. It was man. crazy. So we one thing we failed to mention is you always pick a recipient for the for the charity. Yeah, yeah. it's a charity uh, right uh, drive. And so. and 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 so by participating and making those donations, who is the beneficiary? Yes, a wonderful charity called Child's Play. I mean, this is. This is where we get serious. Um, you know, this is a... a, a <laughs> if, if I may. Come on, guys. Yes, yeah, I know. I was really going to tighten down on that. All right. Yeah. Uh, but the situation <laughs> gets serious in the powerful situation episode. <laughs> powerful pitch. I like that. You wait until you feel comfortable before you oh. give that up. What, what was the thing you guys were saying an hour ago? Powerful stance or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do it through, all right, during stance. this. Okay. So, so uh, but, yeah, Child's Play, powerful. yes, uh, Child's Play, they uh, donate toys and video games to kids that, that are, are in hospitals and shelters. serial killers in them, right? <laughs> <laughs> so well, they give toys to, to hospitals, like like a like a like a toys for tots sort of thing. But yes, for a... but but it's it's they, they channel more towards games and video games and Excellent. something that like that really catches me that always kind of makes me tear up a little yeah. bit um, is VR. And it's something that you oh, don't. Oh, that's a wonderful thing. If yeah. you're if you're if you're in a hospital and can't get out of those those walls, and the, but mind you, wonderful people and stuff like that. But that frees you up. That's Correct. great. Or if you don't have much mobility at all, right? If you're bedridden, you know, VR it might makes give a you huge a sensation of, of being out uh, into who knows what loads of different environments. Is right? that yeah. the focus on, on some VR stuff as well as yeah. other video? I mean, they, they, yeah, Child's Play has been doing VR for a lot of these um, sick kids. That's and cool. It's yeah, it, it's something that you don't like. You don't. You just think it's a video game, but yeah. it's so much more than that. When you're talking about VR, I mean, you're literally taking them out of you know. Their situation and putting them into a, a fun, no, um, uplifting situation. So it's a great charity. So and the, so people can watch obviously and donate that way. And then I assume we have a link that we can we're going to put up concerning where people can donate regardless, right? Yep, yep. Gameshowmarathon.com. dot uh, com. That's where we've got everything: the stream, how you donate. Um, and uh, it's just all around. It makes you feel good. You're, you're donating to a great cause. You're watching us be crazy with our wacky game shows. And, and the impressions. And, uh, and the impressions, <laughs> yeah. 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 And you can interrupt us, too, during you, the, the broadcast. Have you been working on any new impressions? Anybody that, uh, uh, yeah? No, I, I you don't. Do like an Arnold Schwarzenegger or anything like Schwar- that? Uh, Schwar- Schwarzenegger, like, I only think of, like, the thing where, on Mad TV, where Will Sasso was baby Schwarzenegger. Okay. And right. He was like, ah, oh, I'm a baby. Like, <laughs> Just like, I don't know why. It's the only thing I can think of when it comes to Schwarzenegger. And he has like that cigar as a baby. Like, ah, yeah, I'm a baby. That's Will Sasso. That that always makes me laugh. Sean Connery. That's that you're 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 Schwarzenegger. He's almost like Sean Connery. I think he sounded like he was from Australia. Say that, dude. Give me the Bond, James Bond, in your best Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Okay, so. James Bond. James Bond. That's actually okay. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's Thank okay. You. Yeah. yeah. I, I, Stick you, with I, that one. I, yeah. I hope I can do Bond a little bit better. I'm a big... Uh, Steve, you know I'm a big fan of the Bond yeah, movies. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I had... Um, uh, nobody does it better as our, our wedding song. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, thank you God Rachel agreed with that. From you to a kid. Let's throw some more impressions at uh, at Pituation. Who would you guys like him to uh, to try? Can he's about the, like a Johnny Carson. <laughs> Uh, he wouldn't know. Yeah, no, I, I like something like, uh, well, you know, it's a little, uh, little tight up in here, uh, you know. Hey, Kermit. 
Uh, and on the uh, it's show a tonight, tight up we in have here. Uh, up, up in this bitch. It's a little, a little tight. I'm a little tight here up in this bitch. <laughs> the phrase uh, that Carson uh, said all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Tight up in here. It's a little tight up in here. Do you do a uh, Christopher Walken? Oh, oh, you've got Chris, to do one. Um, guys, things are <laughs> happening over here. And if you go over that Poconos, there's a mountain chocolate. Oh my god! So know. you start with <laughs> you start with Kermit and build on oh that. Yeah, <laughs> everything splinters oh. from that impression. Oh. Okay, Wait, where does the mountain Yoda. chocolate come from? I don't know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Can I hear? I was trying Yoda? to get the Hershey and I lost oh. it. Yes, Casey is requesting Yoda. Now everybody oh does god. a Yoda, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, do or do not. There is no try. Mm. Yes, there you go. <laughs> that's in your wheelhouse. Actually, I just realized that's just my creepy voice. Like I just like <laughs> yeah. you know, like, just I don't know. If you I'm do just, a creepy voice like that. Like if I'm Man. just trying to be like, <laughs> like you know, sometimes like you're working, you know, long shifts or something. You just like you need something to like jolt you out. You'd be like, mm. ah. oh, I do that all the time, almost every day. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. didn't realize I did it as loud as I thought I, I did. Never do that. Let me ask you. Yeah, I, I've had moments where I just scream, and I'm just like, "Oh shoot!" I, I'm screaming this, and the whole house can hear. Give us, wow. give us your most, your, your most, you know, macho, you know, resonant sort of. Um, oh, you, know, you want to go the other yeah. way? Okay. Right. Right. I'm, oh, gonna, wow. I'm getting into the stance, and yeah, yes, very, I, I feel like Bill Weston. Oh, oh my gosh, did I literally say Bill Weston? He just walked in the room. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, he's cutting us off. No. Are we waving? Are you waving our guest off? No. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm getting oh, the hook from Bill West. Giving him the hook. Philadelphia, oh, help me! No, I was saying just d- ignore that man in the corner. Oh, do causing, do causing. Mike has yeah, been distorted this whole interview. It's like, and he's been popping his peas and just like a, being a real pro on the mic. I was coming to check the levels. <laughs> I got you know, you. Bill and and Pitch are are good good They're friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're uh, hat fact, buddies. Did you know we're hat buddies? What are hat buddies? We we wore the same hat at MMRBQ. <laughs> What do you do if you walk into an event and you realize you're wearing the same clothing that Pituation is wearing? Oh, oh my what? God. I wanted to run the other way. <laughs> yeah. You were both dressed like Doc Brown on vacation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to get there, Marty. All right. All right. Well, that, that's, that was his Doc Brown. That was your Doc Brown. <laughs> you got to get there, Marty. That's, that's back to the future in a nutshell. You got to get there, Marty. That's, that's a, good stuff. I yeah. <laughs> Are you wrapping it up? What we ought to do, what we really <laughs> ought to do at Pituation Tom, sometime is give him some lines and, and not ones that would give away who he is doing an impression of. It's a great contest. Yeah. And see if someone can guess, can guess who, who, yeah. the impression that he's doing. Because, yeah, that'll... That, do you want to do that right now? Um, uh, I mean, we got a couple. We only have a couple of minutes to play with, and I don't. We don't. We don't have enough time to go into something else. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, whatever you want to do. Yeah, we have yeah. some. We have. I'd some, like to do that as a real legit. All right, you know. we'll, we'll do it another time. I yeah. think Bill said, "Don't worry about the spots or anything. Keep yeah, going. Yeah, don't worry about <laughs> this. Yeah. This is too good. You got to keep running. Yeah. With um, yeah. All right. Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Weston. <laughs> so, our sister stations are down here making bids on you. So. <laughs> So the game show marathon is this weekend. Yes, uh, it is June fourth. Is that Saturday into Sunday? Yes. Yeah, so we start what uh, time? 
noon, right on Saturday, go time. We start with Family Feud. I, I'm up first, actually. Yeah, I'm hosting Family Feud. So. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, right. literally, I can guarantee you, 12 p.m., We will the feed will be on, and I'm on. In oh, all seriousness, it, it, people, last time you did it, people are they pay attention. They, they duck in and out, and they have a good time. You guys do a, you guys do a good job. No, thank you very do much. You, I mean, when, you, when you're doing Family Feud, mm-hmm. uh, do you try to channel a Richard Dawson, or do you try to channel a Steve Harvey, or anything Louis like that? Anderson. Or, or are you just yeah. being yourself, or Louis I, I, Anderson? I, I, kind of sense? myself and Richard Dawson. I, Dawson was always the classic. You, you know? do the survey yeah. says. Yeah, you got to. Oh, okay. yeah. You got to right. you you hear you say up, that. You know, survey yeah. says. You got to do the hand yeah. motion. And, all right. Do you yeah. kiss all the contestants? I can't now. I'm married. <laughs> Survey says mountain of chocolate. <laughs> mountain of chocolate. Yeah. Survey uh, says it's stiff up here. <laughs> or was it no tight up here? Tight, tight up, up here. here. It's, it's tight, tight up, up here. here. It's a little tight up in here. Uh, <laughs> there you go. I, the category is things the situation says. <laughs> I uh, that'd I, be a good categories uh, category. I do miss hearing your laugh, dude. You crack no. me up, and it's authentic. Yeah, Th- thank you. I do miss being with you guys, but you know, it's it's been uh, oh, man a long time. You should see the amount of texts coming of people wanting you to do different impressions. <laughs> <laughs> Just pick Let's one. Do it pick one. Uh, oh Gilbert Godfrey. Okay, a tribute for the late great um, Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. Oh yeah, I gotta do this. I don't. Um, what is happening? Over there! With that, with that mountain of chocolate! With the mountain of chocolate is happening right over there in front of me! The mountain! Have you noticed that everything is either over there or over here? <laughs> Up in here. There was a mountain of chocolate over there, and now it's over here! Look, I'm giving you spatial awareness here. What other impression is going to give you spatial awareness? Not many. Oh, not many. Sorry, not not many. All right. Uh, the details for the Game Show Marathon can be found at gameshowmarathon.com. And in all seriousness, it is a really cool organization. Child's Play. They're getting uh, games and, and, and VR games and all kinds of stuff to kids in hospitals. Oh, I, it just sounds so yeah. good. It definitely sounds good. Uh, you, 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 you picked a good uh, place to send the money in, and uh, this year. I think that whole VR thing is amazing. And in mm-hmm. 2020, you guys raised $7,500. What are you looking to get this year? Uh, I mean, we're looking to get the same amount or something similar. Um, it's been uh, kind of a, a little bit of a, you know, we're not sure, like you know, between the sponsors that are coming back and stuff, because we had to we had to postpone last year because of COVID. So we, in the process, we you know give and take, you know, lost a couple sponsors. But I'm going to make sure try that, to yeah, we, we, and I'll I'll hit it on social media too. I love the whole concept is so nice, and everyone will, we, we'll participate and and, and it's, a, it's a good time. So I hope, I'm going to say go for ten grand. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, there yeah, you go. You We're that. That's a big target. Yeah. All right. Five digits. <laughs> <laughs> All five. Jimmy uh, says, <laughs> Mountain <of> chocolate. <laughs> All right, Pitch. Uh, Good luck with everything. Thank you, guys. And uh, we wish you the best. There he goes, Rich Liebig. Yeah. Uh, the Pituation, former intern of the President Steve Show, and now a game show master. Uh, we're going to take, yeah, there you go. Round of applause for everybody. We are going to hey. take a break. We'll come back in a second. And we got the bizarre file when we return. Stay with us. It's time to roll up your sleeves to help your neighbors in need. Of blood, that is. WMMR presents the 17th annual I Bleed 
for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Friday, June 24th. Two locations to choose from. The Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks or the Event Center inside Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia in the South Philly Sports Complex. Make your donation appointment now at WMMR.com. Donors get the newest Preston and Steve t-shirt, a reusable tote bag from Window Nation, plus juice from Everfresh Juice. Not to mention the pride of knowing you made a difference. Appointments are required, so sign up today at WMMR.com. The 17th Annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Benefiting the American Red Cross. From 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Hey, just real quick, I'd like to uh, to point out if you guys hadn't noticed. And <clears throat> when, uh, when any of us were doing our broadcasting from home... Uh, that we'd have a little, you know, desk and a little setup and some things around. Casey's literally laying on his couch. I think I saw maybe his sack a little bit when he was like lounging yeah. back. Did your sack make an appearance, Casey? No, not like out, but his legs were uh, open, like right up to the camera. Maybe I don't know. My my <laughs> neck really hurts, so like sitting up um, is uh, is Difficult? uncomfortable for me. Can you so, can yeah, you yeah, lay yeah, back so like you were my before? Neck's been bothering me. I, I want to draw you like, like one of my this, French girls. This way. Well, we we had a side a side recline, yeah, yeah, which is the way he is now. And put yeah. your arm up over your like yeah. Kate Winslet did in Titanic. Yeah, kind of yeah, up yeah, over, yeah, your, yeah. over your head, if you would, Case. Your left arm. Put your left arm uh, up over your head. Yeah, there yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah. That's it. Why so That's serious? Hot. This is it. Can we see a nipple? Yeah. Right. And uh, let's play some uh, Celine Dion. Of course okay, we're going to see a nipple. <laughs> well, he said, of course. <laughs> there, Marissa. That's a better <laughs> shot. You got to get a picture of that. <laughs> the radio before the social media for once. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, it's yeah, it's a different, uh, uh, different kind of take. But listen, we didn't have we didn't have equipment to send to him. No. Casey's just doing this on his app. It's actually working quite well. I on think his phone. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Surprisingly, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of nipples, hey! <laughs> speaking of nipples, uh, I got this email I'd like to read real quick. It was from uh, Matt Keller. He says, hey, thank you so much for the nipple talk yesterday. I was bringing my 18-year-old daughter up to Penn State from Downingtown for orientation while listening when you began your noticing segment. After a minute, thinking it would pass quickly, my daughter put her AirPods in very nonchalantly, and there was silence in the car for a good 40 minutes. <laughs> it was a small step back in our relationship, but I think we'll overcome it. Rock on. That's from Matt. So, yeah, we had a lengthy nipple conversation. We had to. Yeah, we had to. It was to. breaking news. It was. So, anyhow, it's our pleasure, Matt. All right, it's time. Oh, wait. Yeah, here we go. There you go. Oh, yeah, there he is, Morris. I'm going to draw him now. <laughs> For those who can't see, is is this going on our stream at all? Oh yes, it is. Oh, I did not it's know on that. YouTube. Oh, uh, so <laughs> everyone saw it. Never mind. Well, now we have copyrighted music playing right now. Oh, okay. oh, oh yeah. yeah, I have to turn that off. Oh, we missed yeah. the whole thing. Jesus. That's all right. took pictures. That's okay. We'll put out the video later. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> all right, we have to do the bizarre file. Let's do it. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre file. Uh, any sponsors, Marissa? All right, we're good to go. All right, let's begin. Uh, we're going to start with this. An extended silence from the flight deck on board an ITA Airways Airbus A330 flight from uh, to Rome suggests that both on-duty pilots took a little nap on board. 
Uh, the incident occurred on May 1st, and it was operating from New York to Rome. While mostly uneventful, a strange period of silence in the cockpit occurred for roughly 10 minutes towards the end of the flight. Wait, so there were two pilots up there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as the plane... <laughs> <laughs> As the plane flew at uh, 38,000 feet over France, the first officer was approved to sleep under a procedure known as a controlled rest, defined as a short sleep opportunity right. that serves as a mitigation strategy in case of unexpected fatigue during the flight. But How- both are not supposed to. Yeah, the, however, the captain was not approved to sleep. Uh, as French you want to go CP? As uh, French authorities prepared to dispatch a pair of fighter jets to intercept the A330... <laughs> And ensure that there was no trouble on board, the pilots oh woke gosh. up. Uh, the Whoa. aircraft proceeded without further incident to Rome and safely landed at Rome. Uh, Italian media further reports that the captain was removed from service after the incident, but has maintained his innocence, denying that he took a nap and blaming the problem and on the radio communication system. Not that I would ever want that to happen. I would want my pilot to be awake the whole time, but those planes can pretty much fly themselves. They, they can, yeah. 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 Uh, and, and, in fact, it says here that uh, they noted the aircraft was on autopilot during the flight uh, snooze, and there was no likely or imminent danger posed to passengers, but they should stay No out. more warm milk in the cockpit. Th- One of them needs to stay awake. How What's that case? Are, how comfortable are those chairs, though? I mean, like, you, your, your regular passenger chairs, not super comfortable. What are the pilot's They're chairs like? They're pretty comfortable, but they should probably use is like, folding, like, like uncomfortable folding, you know, like... Uh, Poker chairs or whatever, right. yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know, but they are uh, they, they can nap, so they, they find a way to do it. Uh, this is pretty wild. A guy named Stephen Gallagher from Scotland has an autoimmune disease that prevented him from moving his hands. Oh, my God. Uh, his uh, scleroderma. Oh, that's what uh, killed uh, Bob Saget's sister. That's right. Caused tremendous pain until a procedure changed his life. After finding a donor, Gallagher underwent a 12-hour surgery to replace both of his hands. Uh, he remained in the hospital for a month after the procedure, and Gallagher says that his hands are functioning better. He's able to open the uh, the faucet and pet his dog, and he no longer has pain. So, a quick question: I don't know how much you know about this story. Is, is scleroderma is all over the body, or usually affects the whole body, all the skin? Was this just localized to his hands? I don't know, uh, and and maybe there are different um, types of it. Yeah, yeah, I'm not really sure, Steve. But apparently, this was. It was enough that he was in constant pain, and they were able to, uh, you know, to completely remove his hands and put new ones on there. It basically hardens up the skin. Yeah, oh like God. turn to stone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on November 6th of last year, staff at a pachinko parlor in Japan, which is a gaming parlor, came across an abandoned cardboard box in the facility's multi-story parking garage. And inside the box was a collection of 27 plastic bottles ranging from 17 ounces to 16 ounces, and they contained a grand total of 13 liters of pee. Wow, man, that's a great collection. And either really involved or really low-priority investigation was launched, and police managed to track down the producer of the pee using surveillance cameras, and they finally found the man and arrested him on charges of violating the waste management law. You found my piss bottles, didn't you? According to police, the man said, it was a bother going to the toilet, so I saved it. But I had trouble disposing of Don't it. Don't look in the hat boxes. So I threw it away at my favorite pachinko parlor. <laughs> uh, readers of the news... Come on! ...were naturally amused by the absurdity of it, with some comments suggesting the suspect may have been a, what do they call a bottler. 
This is a Japanese term for a person who gets so engrossed in an online game that they can't tear themselves away long enough to use the bathroom, and the name really says it all. That's that's horrifying. Probably the only way to deter this behavior is to remind everyone that police in Japan do not take waste abandonment lightly. Whether it's, it's pee in plastic bottles or poop in bento boxes. Oh, my God. They will find you. <laughs> Police say they arrested a driver who was three and a half times the legal alcohol limit after at least five people called 911. Witnesses reported seeing an SUV hit the median of an expressway. They said that the crash caused a flat tire and the car to smoke, but the driver kept going. Another caller said the driver was all over the road. I'm good. And missing a front tire. Now, they say he eventually stopped at a car dealership. He appeared super drunk. Employees told police that the driver, 30-year-old Jordan, Jordan Mattingly, was trying to sell his SUV to the car lot. And by the way, this has a punchline at the end, All okay? Right. Uh, pu- police say that he had swelling and scratches as if he had just been in a crash. And he goes and tries to sell it back to the dealership? Not back to him, yeah. just to sell just it to, to a dealership. Deal- so wow. he's trying to unload it because he just had an accident in it. They say Mattingly smelled of alcohol and almost fell several times. Officers say he tested .291 on the breath test, which is uh, an obscene amount. Police say inside his SUV, they found four loco cans and a can of White Claw. Mattingly is facing several charges. He is the son of the manager of the Miami Marlins and former professional baseball player Don Mattingly. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Uh, but he was so hammered and wow. got in an accident that he pulled over it a lot and tried to sell it while he's bombed out of his hey, mind. let's say I'm going to give you a real good price. Wow. All right, and then finally, proving again that Florida man plus Speedo equals trouble. A 64-year-old <laughs> retiree was arrested Tuesday for allegedly exposing himself to a female beachgoer. Investigators say Charles Hickson was busted Tuesday afternoon for indecent exposure following an incident at Sunset Beach. God, it's a lovely day. This is my penis. Hickson was in the water about knee-deep wearing a Speedo when he pulled down the front of his swimsuit and exposed his penis. Uh, Hickson was allegedly, quote, holding it in his hand oh, no. while staring and grinning at the 28-year-old victim who was on the beach. Now, listen to this, okay? Uh, the was wom- it Don Mattingly himself? No, listen to this. The woman and Hickson uh, had both made eye contact, and the victim described his penis as being large, like eight inches long. And it was reported a similar color in body, uh, similar in color to his body, which was tanned. Wow! So this guy's got a big hog, and he apparently gets it out in the sun quite a bit because it was the sure. same as his tanned body. <laughs> a witness told police, I tanned it for you." That they saw Hickson with his hands at his crotch, but did not see him expose himself when questioned by the police. Hickson denied anything happened and stated that he did not intentionally expose himself to anyone. Was it possible that it was spawning time? He was exposed. He was uh, charged with exposure of sexual organs, Jeez. and that is what I have in the bizarre file for you now. All right, uh, we've asked for people to text in as a secret text word uh, prize is available. And Kathy, we need a number caller, please. Twelve. All right, let's take 12 caller, 215-263-WMMR. Let's get you on board, see if we can get you that prize, and we'll grab a random texter while we're at it as well. When we return, we also have the lesson question, the trash, and the music news. So make sure you stay with us. We'll be right back. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Well, check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app. 
The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, we are going to see if we can get a winner. We were looking for the 12th caller for Secret Text Word, and caller number 12 happens to be Leslie. So let's go to Leslie. Hi, Leslie. Good morning. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks to you, Leslie. Do you happen to know our Secret Text Word? I do. It is Casey Boy. Casey Boy! That is correct. Hang on. Let me play a different song there. All right, Leslie, you got it right. I want you to hang on the line. We are going to give you a pair of tickets for the June 7th performance of Freestyle Love Supreme. That's at the Miller Theater, formerly the Miriam Theater. And the show runs through June 7th, or from June 7th to June 12th. Uh, tickets at KimmelCulturalCampus.org. And we got a random winner, too, and that is Sarah Beth Miller of Newark, Delaware. And we will set you up with the exact same thing. So you're going to see Freestyle Love Supreme at the Miller Theater. Apparently that show is a Lin-Manuel Miranda production, Yeah, you know correct? what? Somebody was texting in about that. And yes. That, that, uh, that group was like his former troop or oh. something along those well, lines. So Yeah. So it's got to be good. It's got to be fantastic. Agreed. All right, today's lesson question. We are going to give away a pair of tickets as MMR Rocks Coldplay. And this will be June 8th at Lincoln Financial Field. And the question uh, that we're going to... All right, let's see if you can do the, the best you can to... Uh, according to Pituation, what was Johnny Carson's catchphrase? All right, 215-263-WMMR. If you get it in the ballpark, we'll set you up. All right, so... <laughs> According to the situation, what was Johnny Carson's catchphrase? As well, he's doing Johnny's uh, impression, uh, which is spot on, by the way. It was uncanny. Let's see if you know the answer. 215-263-WMMR. We'll do the trash while you call in. The trash business is a goldmine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, I'll do my best with the sound effects, Steve. All right, what's up in the trash this morning? (laughs) Well, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's daughter, Simone Johnson, has chosen her professional wrestling name, and it is Ava Rain. Simone admits that her dad gave a hard no to her first choice, Rock Gina. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Milo Ventimiglia, revealing that he had only two regrets playing Jack Pearson on This Is Us, saying one of them was not getting a lot of chances to act with Sterling K. Brown. Ventimiglia says the second regret is that producers refused his request to make his character a talking burrow. Oh, smack him. <laughs> you did a good job. And finally, I don't know where these all are. Kendall Jenner met up with dad Caitlyn Jenner at Lucky's Restaurant on Saturday in Malibu, California. Kendall reportedly picked at a Cobb salad while Caitlyn put away a 72-ounce porterhouse steak, a jumbo shrimp cocktail, two baked potatoes, uh, ambrosia salad, a basket of rolls, a full pot of black coffee, and half a carrot cake. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trend. All right. Thank you very much, Steve. We'll see if someone knows. Just a half a carrot cake. <laughs> the answer half. to the lesson question. So uh, according to the situation, what was Johnny Carson's catchphrase? Uh, 215-263-WMMR is the number. Oh, this is going to be a tough one. Uh, no, well, yeah. I'll go to Brandon. Hey, Brandon, how you doing? Hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. All right, Brandon, what was... 
not the freeze. According to the situation, <laughs> what was uh, Johnny Carson's catchphrase? Uh, I'm, I'm probably going to mess this up, but uh, stick it in you, bitch. <laughs> no, I don't remember stick it in you, bitch. So. <laughs> no, you're thinking but, of but, but Marissa's catchphrase. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let me go to, let's try Pam, see if she knows. Hi, Pam. Hi, Gazooks. Gazooks. All right, according to situation, what was Johnny Carson's catchphrase? It's a little tight in here. It's a little tight in here. Yes, that's correct. Ding, ding, ding. Yay, yay, yay. Hang on the line, Pam. We're going to set you up. Thank you. (laughs) Beach sound effect. Yeah. Casey does a lot, doesn't he, Marissa? Oh, I've been doing that all. It's a a little tight in here. Uh, We are going to give Pam, uh, let's see, tickets to see Coldplay, Music of the Spheres, World Tour, June 8th at Lincoln Financial Field. Some tickets remain via Ticketmaster, and complete details available at WMMR.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Music News brought to you today by Garden State Home Loans. Now is still a great time to cash out and refinance your mortgage. Interest rates are still relatively low. You can visit GardenStateLoans.com for a quote. And NMLS 473163, Equal Housing Lender, New Jersey Department of Banking and Insurance. So uh, let's start with this. Bad Wolves uh, have announced the addition of guitarist Max Karen. Max joined the band as the replacement for Chris Kane, who had exited the band earlier this year. I had heard he was a good wolf. Uh, the no, Well, maybe he's going to turn into a bad one. All right. Uh, the band wrote via social media, it's with great excitement that we announce our new permanent guitar player, Max Karen. The funny thing is that Max isn't new to us. Uh, he started the band with founder John Becklin in 2014, was a major writer and player on all three Bad Wolves albums. Uh, the band continued saying, being a key ingredient, the Bad Wolves sound... This was a no-brainer decision. There is no other person on this earth uh, that would be a better fit for Bad Wolves than Max. The late Eddie Van Halen is the latest rock legend to have their death examined by the Reels Network. It's called uh, Autopsy, by the way. Autopsy, the last hours of Eddie Van Halen will premiere on Sunday, June 5th at 8 p.m. I've watched uh, a few of these Reels uh, rock docs sort of with these under this banner. Uh, they're not as exploitative as you would imagine. I haven't seen the autopsy ones, but I've seen ones where they, you know, they talk about, you know, uh, in fact, I saw one about Van Halen, and and I thought it was going to be archival footage of Van Halen and stuff like that. It's like reenactors pretending to be the band, or at least the the ones that I have seen. Like I said, I haven't seen these autopsy things uh, before, but... We'll see how they handle it. According to the uh, he, uh, Eddie, you know, died yeah. uh, last year at, uh, I'm sorry, 2020 um, after battling throat cancer. And according to the show's official description, uh, he was a workaholic, often pushing his body to the limits in order to perform while secretly battling illness. But if caught early, Eddie's disease had reasonable survival rates. So what exactly happened? Now renowned forensic path- pathologist Dr. Michael Hunter uh, will analyze every detail of his life in order to piece together what else may have been going on in his body, ultimately leading to his untimely death. Well, maybe they're going in a different direction with this stuff. I, I don't know if that's something that needs to be yeah. explored. Yeah, what, I don't. What, I, are you going to fix it? Right, exactly. You going to bring him back? Yeah, yeah. That was Dr. Michael Hunt? Yes. Uh, Michael Hunter. Oh, yeah. He's close. close. Yeah. Jimmy Eat World plans to launch the Something Loud Tour this fall. 
Uh, things are set to kick off in Cleveland on September 8th. Uh, that's loud. <laughs> and uh, they'll work up the East Coast via Richmond, Virginia, New York, uh, New Haven, Connecticut, and others. I have not seen... The dates and whether or not they include Philadelphia. Nick is looking that up now. They will be at that uh, festival down in Ocean City, Maryland. Which the looks pretty with, good, like, Alanis right? Morissette, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dave Brockett, Matthews, Dave Matthews yeah. and Robert Irvine, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tickets for the general public go on sale Friday, by the way. Will Robert Irvine be playing the grand pan- piano? <laughs> That's his, I hope so. Uh, and then finally, uh, Robert Plant and Allison Krauss kick off their 2022 tour dates tonight uh, in New York. Uh, the duo is on the road in support of their second joint album, Raise the Roof. And the set was released last November and topped Billboard's Independent Albums chart, number three of the magazine's top country albums list, and reached number seven on the Billboard 200. They will be here on June 12th. They're going to be playing the TD Pavilion at The Man. I've heard it's it's a great show. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't really... She's pretty awesome. I haven't delved into his uh, his country stuff, but yeah. he's a big fan of it, you know? And, um, yeah, this is this is a passion project for him. All right, and that's it. That's all I have in uh, music news for you, gang. Uh, we're going to be wrapping up the program when we return, and I believe Pierre Robert is scheduled to return today. That's the rumor. Now, he's probably traveling, so you never know what's going to happen. Well, I was out uh, in the lobby, and I saw that they had the, the red carpet out in front of the building. Beautiful. Yeah, so they're prepared. Paparazzi yeah, should yeah, be arriving yeah, yeah, shortly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Alright, we'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Did you know you can listen to all of WMMR's podcasts, as well as our live stream, on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Podcasts? Oh yeah, MMR's got them. There's the Fun Size and Bizarre File editions, along with Preston and Steve Full Show Podcasts, plus the MM Archives Podcast and more. Click Podcasts on WMMR.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. As we are coming to the end of our broadcast day, and a good time had by all. Casey Boyd joining us from his couch today. Lounging uh, back, looking very relaxed. And by the way, uh, yeah. our intern Sam uh, took some photos uh, that uh, that we had of Casey as he was exposing his boobies, and uh, he did so some good. memes that are fantastic. So, it's excellent. Uh, thank you, Sam. Great, nice, nice work. Yep. yep. No, I think you'll hey, like. Sam, him. you're fired. I, I think I think you'll like him, Casey. Uh, I want to thank the Pituation yeah. for stopping by today. Woo! Uh, Pituation, our former intern, Rich Liebig, uh, is a part of this charity event that he's been doing. Well, over the past several years, it's really cool. It's this game show marathon. He and his friends uh, essentially play uh, classic and current game show games live. It's a stream. And they do it for 24 hours, and they raise money. And they're doing uh, the fundraising for a really cool organization called Child's Play. Uh, and what they do, they they uh, take the donations, and then for hospitals, kids that are uh, in various uh, you know uh, reasons that they are staying in hospitals, uh, they'll buy them games, video games, board games, even BR games, and things like that uh, to give them a break. And yeah. and that's you know when when you're hold up at the hospital, that's all you can do to entertain yourself. Sometimes yeah. is is uh, is engage in some games or something like that just to pass the time. Uh, and take your mind away from things for a little bit. So it's a really cool organization. They raised seventy five hundred dollars last time they did it in there. Uh, Steve put the the stamp of ten grand on there. I'm putting ten grand on it. So let's see uh, if that yeah. can happen. But uh, you can go to gameshowmarathon.com. And Rich has got a great heart. So uh, and he's a really funny guy. So it was cool <laughs> to have him by. This it morning. was great to see him. Yep. Um, and besides that, we just need to do the letter of the day. So case. 
Are, are you qualified? Do you know what the first letter was yesterday? I don't, Probably but don't. I'll figure it out. All right, hold on. Marissa is doing, uh, I know what you're, you're using, American Sign Language. Yes. Yes, this? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. I didn't know. The Daily Letter. You didn't letter. see it? All right, the Preston nah. and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... This L, as in lover boy. Oh, Wait God. a minute. Hold on. He was Wait, you were trying to tell him what yesterday's letter was? Yes. Don't do L. Oh. Don't do not do don't L. Do L. All right. Okay. It's well, this, by the way. Yesterday's letter was L. <laughs> yesterday's letter was L. What does this mean? And then... No, not yesterday's letter <laughs> oh was God. yesterday's letter was not L, but L will okay. definitely not go with right. yesterday's letter. Pick a vowel. Right. Yeah. Do you need a, do you, a, vowel? a vowel? Okay. How about A as in awesome? Go. All right. A as in awesome. Now Marissa's <laughs> mad at me because I called her out on not knowing how to do that letter, but it's all good. No, no, no. <laughs> we, we were uh, mixed. Mixed communication over All right, here. There you go. So the letter again is, is what, Casey? A, as in awesome. All right, A. That's <laughs> now an we awesome got letter, L. And we have A, summer <laughs> concert triple play at Citizens Bank Park. A pair of tickets for each of these shows. Motley Crue, Def Leppard, Poison, Joan Jett, June 25th. Dead and Company on July 10th. And Red Hot Chili Peppers on September 3rd. And tickets are on sale now. Uh, for each via Ticketmaster, and you can go to WMMR.com for complete details. All right, with that, we just need to thank our sponsors. Yes. And then we'll get out the way for one Mr. Pierre Robert. I want to thank Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors. Also brought to you today by Polar Seltzer, no sugar, calories, or funny business, refreshingly natural Polar Seltzer, and also Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve show. So we'll do it again tomorrow. We'll get together. We'll figure it all out. That is it. That's it. We are done. Ray John, have yourself a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. Three three WMMR. Bing there. Do do be do. Do da da do. Dip da do da.